Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren, and welcome to Average Bikers in a Cave. A show where a group of average bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike. From news, reviews, interviews, and the big questions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a review. It's episode 29. Was it 28B? We're not sure. But we're here with our usual news, reviews, as always. But today's big question, and that's why you're all here... How was MCN Live and what did we see? This week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant with a focus on accelerating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. Check and I'll have mine with mayonnaise and chips. Oh no, check in, I thought you said hey. check in. There you go. First there rim go. shot of the day. That's it. <laughs> And it was a stinger. So, <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? First room should they? Well, I check in first, seeing as yes. you put my initials in the, on the, yes. the running order first. Yes, twin. Right. I was just thinking, though, is it twi- just, you know I mean, just thinking the intro, is this 29, is this 28B or 29? 29. We'll just stick with, with, I think we'll just stick with big numbers. With numbers, big numbers. Let's, let's not cause confusion like the St. James' interchange. There's no Junction 28A, they should just have called it Junction Dave or something like that. Aye. That would have been better. Keith. Do you know what I mean? Good Keith. point. Junction Keith. So how's so, your you, week well, been about being? How's my week been? Well, game, fun enough, and I'm not sure if anybody knows, but we, we did pop down to Motorcycle Live. We did. Uh, more of that later on, of course. But, uh, um, but what I did manage to do this week was get out on a bike. Oh, I took Maverick out. Oh, nice. And again, I mean, it was just, I hadn't, even had, hadn't even had a trickle charge and then turned on first time. Boom. Um, you know, so, um, you know, there'll be, there'll be much chit chat over the, over, over the kind of, the kind of, um, desires that I felt as I sat on various different, um, machines desires. over the, over the, the course of a Friday morning and afternoon. But, um, but, but, uh, but I'd got Maverick out. I had, I was, I was, a, it was necessity more than anything else, to be honest, but I knew it was going to be kind of dry. So, uh, I took it to the theatre. I was doing a show. It was, I was in, on, you on never stage me- at Theatre Royal. You, you never mentioned it. No, no, it's just a wee quiet thing I've been doing on the on the on the on the side, you know. And uh, yes, yeah, to be or not to be, you know, I am not a lead pencil. <laughs> oh, that's so, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, but I got my vacation for a run into Glasgow and back, so took it to the theatre. So that's a good good thirty odd miles on it. So that was good. That's, that was good. And uh, fell back in love with it again. There you go. <laughs> fell back in love with it again. So <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, um, after a whole day of going, oh, I know my dreams of oh. chrome may be slightly dissipated, but that's that's okay, you know. <laughs> uh, so um, there we go. Uh, so that's fun, yeah. Um, and then as uh, we're just chit chatting there, the wee man's got his mod one soon. Ooh. So uh, you, you may even know his results of that before you listen to this. I don't know, Maybe. but we'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. And ideally, I think if he gets his mod one, he'll try and get the, the, the mod. He knows his schedule for filming. So 
Oh. Uh, ideally, he can get his mod two slipped in as well. Assuming his mod one goes hockey cocky, you know, so all good. There we go. So from a check-in perspective, lots to talk about on the motorcycle live. Um, you know, um, a, about a, you know, um, everything that we had a we had a sit on and a play on and a fondle with. Right. You know, and we did sit on and fondle quite yep. a bit. We did the ups and downs of the show. We didn't win the bloody Norton Com- photograph competition. I see raging about that. Oh, oh did we not win it? And, I don't think so. My Sid's fo- my photographs and Sid's photographs were way better than anything else I saw on the Norton page. Trying to get out of factory tour. Anyway, but we're just cutting out the whole Norton part of this show then. So if you're right, tuning no, in to listen to Norton, you know, we'll just cut that out of spite because no, nah, but of course we're because Norton stand was actually lovely, wasn't it? No, Norton stand was aye, and we had a good chat at Norton stand as well. So yeah, I had a good chat. Yeah, so um, yeah, there we go. Um, that's my check in. I think uh, good stuff. Uh, exciting things for John. Hopefully, have a wee biking buddy coming up soon. That will get him get him on his bobber, and uh, then it'll be Maverick and Bobby. Out in the road, freaking you know, Bobby. We can recreate the opening scene to Chips, yeah. <laughs> chips and a deep fried Mars bar. That's the Scottish version, isn't it? So you know, no. If the weather's going, no. If the weather's going to keep the way you know, it's going, do you know what actually, mean? the weather looks quite nice for the next couple of days. So just, I know it's cold, cold, but but it might be worth getting try to get the bobber, give get the bobber a wee run. Get it warmed up again. Although it's been sitting for quite a while. I've got I'm, I'm got fears about that battery. I might have to plug it in for a wee while before I turn it on, you know? Aye. Turn it on, see what happens. Turn it on. But it needs, I will need a wee turnover at some point. So there we go. Back to work. Oh, oh good. There we go. Check in. What about you? Check in, check in. Check in, check in. Check in dinner. Check in ten hour. Um, the. Oops, where to start? It's just been busy. Um. Had a bit of a panic, a bit of a dilemma, just getting to MTN Live, or thought I wasn't getting to MTN Live, um, which we'll cover in a minute. However, the good upside to that is, is I did get some sort of compensation from Best Endeavours Airways, and or Best Attempt, as I like to call them, which um, attempt, yeah. has resulted in me ordering a nice Givy tam- tank bag. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I have been looking around for a bit, because my plan is... Is 2023, I'm doing the North Coast 500. I bought my big map. I'm going to plot it all out properly. And then, ba, 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 and see where we can stop and all that kind of good stuff. So, I'm, I'm reading up at the minute. And will you be partaking of that with Nicola? I don't know if she'd do the whole thing in like the f- kind of four days. I think it'd be a bit much in terms mm. of riding for her. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I'll either do it myself or if anyone's interested... I can think of one person maybe interested to be fair, but John, know. I don't know. Ah, John, I exactly. <laughs> I know, totally. <laughs> On his wee bobber. His wee bobby. I say wee bobber. It's a twelve hundred. You mean tanks? It's a line, it's that, it's a, you yeah. forget just how it's big the it same. It's the same twelve hundred uh, Bonville engine as the Speedmaster, the Chrome Speedmaster, the Chrome Speedmaster, Chrome edition, which is very nice. We'll talk about uh, that. It's very nice. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I also. <clears throat> Then had to re- well the the Sunday after uh, uh, motorcycle live, um, I went on an adventure ride with the group from West Coast. Plus, there was a whole lot of other riders there. It was a kind of organised event thing they were doing. I think it was about thirty of us at the end up. Oh, so we wow. split in, we split into kind of three groups, and the kind of the loonies went up front, then the kind of mildly sensible, and then 
obviously Beatles just wanted to put her along at the back and not really care. Went at the back. So that was quite um that was quite that was a really good day actually and I've got a whole load of video footage. So I'm gonna try and edit that into a nice, nice. little video so you can see just where we went. There was some really cool roads. Roads that even I didn't know were there. Do you know what I mean? And it was kinda of, we headed out almost to where we were headed towards the Healy Brayer and the Largs. Um, but oh, that right. that was shot for some reason. I don't know if it'd been a landslide or what or whatever. So we ended up taking another wee detour. Ended up Margs. Came out of this back road into the middle of nowhere. And it was this random cafe that did rolls and stuff. So we stopped there for some tea. And then we took this dirt road um, up oh, to... Oh, I wonder where the random cafe is. I don't know, but I've put my Revive app on. So I've got the whole route planned. I've got the whole route with nice. the wee map so we can see. Um, it was a really good cafe actually And do you know what else They did. They had stone away black pudding in it mm. And it was like oh it was Listeners if you've never had stone away black pudding oh, And then amazing. you haven't lived Unless of course you don't like black pudding And then you would know it But it's, uh, it's actually you know There's a stone away black pudding And there's Clona Kilty black pudding Clona oh. Kilty is an Irish version right But it's Ooh. rougher if that makes sense, it's a bit more OT and thingy. But again, that's if you've never had that, Dan, that's phenomenal. So, um, so average black pudding in a cave, uh, recommends Stornoway and uh, Clonakilty puddings. There you go. Clonakilty, Stornoway if you're in Scotland, Clonakilty if you're in Ireland. Is that Northern or Southern Ireland? Uh, well, you can get it all over the place. Okay. It's, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's no borders when it comes to high quality black pudding. <laughs> you know? That's true. That's a very good true. That's a very good point. Now, the other thing I discovered on my little adventure ride, well, one was just how good the Pan America is. You mean more? Well, not that I, dis- I rediscovered how good the Pan America was when it's in enduro mode, when mm. the back ends fishtailing it. It was so much fun. Um, but also, um, I realised or noticed that my ghost, right, mm-hmm. kept cutting it. After about two years, mm. it kept cutting it. So right. I have contacted Ghost or Drift directly. They were absolutely yeah. phenomenal, absolutely brilliant. Um, but obviously because then I buy it through them, I bought it through a sport bike shop. I've had to return it yeah. to the sports bike shop. Um, they think there's a problem with the internal battery because it was still cutting out even when I put the small battery or the big battery in. It would record for about, I don't know, 30 seconds a minute and then just cut out again. So right, okay. they have, they've taken that back and they're getting that checked out. Which is but if you had to send it back via thing? I had to send it back I had to send it back to sports bike shop because that's where I bought it from. I didn't buy it from Drift directly. So but I Drift- how that works. I think I bought did I buy mine from Amazon? I think I bought mine from Amazon. Aye, so you would go so, back um, through Amazon. I wonder how but but Amazon usually just say you've got to go direct to your manufacturer. Uh, I don't know. they may have a different deal with Amazon. Uh, however, I don't know, because I've not used mine for F and ages, so Aye. I don't know. I, well, I just mm. thought it was going to be a good wee run So I was take it out and see what we caught And it was some pretty cool stuff <laughs> I mean, There was dogs cool. trying to attack us And all sorts of stuff So it was quite interesting yeah. But I thought it was a good wee, um, it was a good wee jolly Fair, fair, fair enjoyed oh, it what, Talking about cameras I have ordered myself a new chin mount Oh right okay I thought you were going to say the Insta360 X3 I'm so close to it. So, but I haven't. But it does look I good. Can't, I just cannot justify it. I just cannot justify it. But you the motorcycle I mean? kit is 531 yeah. quid. I know. But I've already got all the bits for the motorcycle kit. But I cannot justify it. But if I maybe once John passed his test, if I happen to give away 
the X2 to him to use, I'd have to get another one. So watch this space. Anyway, <laughs> you know, if we both need X, if we both need 360 cameras and the bikes, we're it. Listeners, take a bet between now and Christmas, Ian will have ordered one. I guarantee it. No. Just give me a wee second, will you? <laughs> Sorted! <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, um, the thing is they've also brought out they've also brought out this one inch edition right just got a massive sensor on it but it's like double the almost double the price of the X3 right but it's supposed to be phenomenal and low light and I'm like oh, well you know to, to see what Santa Claus gives me in the envelopes and who knows That's what true. might happen aye I mean no. but think think all that money you might not have to save to in a bike you could just upgrade that's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. Yes, I like it. I like the way of thinking. Bye. So that's hey, my, that, that's my check. That's my check in. Nice, nice, lovely, good check in. Hey. What's next? What's next? What, what do we usually well, have to check in? We do. Well, remember, we're new in the new the new world where we now have yes. button of the week. And I will admit, button of the yes, you're going to see something there. I seen the finger yeah. go up. Yeah, finger up to go. Oh yes, button of the week. Yes, which. I didn't really know what, what it said until it took me about three or four listens. We may have to press it repeatedly. Repeatedly. <laughs> Just smash yeah, it. So listen. So, so I will admit, button of the listen, week. Listen carefully. Button of the week this week was a late minute edition because I'll be honest, I completely forgot about it. Because obviously. See, that's because it's so new. Aye, everything else was manic and I was trying to make sure that I'd capsule everything because there's some, there's some in, really interesting news stories. Um, and there's some, some of the stuff we've actually seen in the flesh. Mm. Um, so, but anyway. Button of the week this week, given the fact we were at Birmingham last week, mm-hmm. that's going to be a topic of a big question. It was MCN live. So, in homage to that, we've got a little bit of Martin Tyler, if no one knows who Martin Tyler is. Sky Sports. And it's live. And it's live. And it's live. Obviously, if need be, we can still dip into... Danger Zone. Because we're keeping that in there. But Button of the week is Martin Tyler. And it's live. And it's live. It would have been really cool if one of the bike manufacturers had called like an area and their stands like like take for instance like the 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 Ducati right with the, the Lamborghini one right oh, aye. if they'd called that the danger zone that would have been brilliant wouldn't it it'd have been danger zone because you see the price tag dripping off the side of it yeah yeah that's and it, it said P O A yeah price on price on aye right I can't afford that <laughs> aye price on ass ripping you know what I mean yep. But there you go, it's uh, it's one of the ones. It's it's always it's always nice, isn't it? Yep. yep. <laughs> anyway, guess what it's time for? It's hello. It's now time for the news. Lovely. So what have we got first here? We have got fun enough. Me talking about triumphs. Because, you know, I failed back in love with Triumph again, didn't I? No, no, I've ever been out of love with Triumph. I don't think I've ever been out of love with Triumph. I've a love triangle. There was, you know, there was like uh. Triumph was Triumph. was Triumph the, 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 the bike I love and, and Harley my mistress. I don't know. Aye, you're the, I think it's even worse than that. I think it's like one was of those. Was it more of a kind of Mormon thing? I think I, it, exactly. It's, aye, exactly. It's aye. one of those shows you see. It was consensual and all, all the way around. This is know? Steve and this is his first wife, Karen. And then two doors yeah. down, that's his second wife. Mabel. Yeah, who actually gets on with Karen? So it's fine. Abigail. Abigail and Maverick. So Triumph Street Triple Moto 2 Edition, which we saw at Motorcycle Live. 
Yes, we did. Yeah, exactly. So to celebrate Triumph continuing its engine supply partnership with the Moto2 and the development of a new 765 engine for next season, Triumph are launching a limited edition street triple, the 765 MotoGP edition. The bike itself is based on the more powerful variant, the 765 Street Triple RS, uh, kicking out a very, very respectable and knee-wobbling 128 brake horsepower. Knee-wobbling? Um, but they take... Knee-wobbling, yeah. <laughs> yep, knee-trembling. Maybe trembling's a better word, isn't it? Anyway, a knee-wobble, a knee-tremble. No, wobble, wobble's a good word. Was a good one, but they but take the racing part, they, they take that racing spad engineering, and you suddenly have a fully adjustable Olin's and upgraded Bremo style brakes on the bike. Um, they have also made a subtle difference to the bike's geometry to give it more sportier handling. And, and one of these changes is a nice set of clip on bars which you can get to lower and move forward uh, in whatever position you might be in. So it's a phenomenal little wee bike to, to sit on and to look at. They've thrown in uh. I'm saying paint job before I try and say something else. It makes it rude because my, my mind went completely I'm throwing <laughs> in something else here. But that was, but you know, but actually, you know. I'll tell you one. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, you would only use it in a racetrack and you're good to go. So, yeah, uh, we did say paint job. So you can get a try racing yellow, right? And, and we've had much debate over this, really. Although it's not really been so much of a debate with us, it's been more of us been the debate with whoever Triumph think, whatever Triumph think yellow is, aye, right? Because there's no yellow. No, Ken in the paint shop is colourblind. Aye. So try and face yellow, which looks more like green. It looks a bit like a highlighter, really, doesn't it? Aye. It's kind of halfway between a green and a, and a yellow highlighter. Aye. It's probably the best way to, best way to describe it. Um, or you can get crystal meth. Sorry, crystal white. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. You can get crystal <laughs> white, which still has touches of the yellow. That's green. Uh, on the frame, and as a pinstripe, the 765 will be made for each of them, right? So you can now order, um, unless it was a sold out already. By the time you listen to this, they may be sold out, because it's not all... Not <sighs> my, my, my money is they're gone. Having spoken to, having spoken to Sai at Triumph um, across the road, mm-hmm. they had three, and they sat and watched the unveiling it was like half five or something on a Wednesday night or something random. Yep. They sat and they obviously locked the shop, sat in the shop, watched it on the big screen up the back. And yep. before they'd left at six o'clock, um, Ed had sold all three allocation that they had. There you go. Do you know what I mean? So, before yeah. they do that, you know, they do do their limited editions well and they do sell out. Don't mm. they? They do oh, the absolutely. Totally. Things like your gold lines and stuff like that. They've got so many they make, but they do say they're out for a year. So they've probably got the ability to produce more if, if the man's there for them. Ah, but you, you look know? at the, the Bond um, Scrambler, gone. But the Bond Scrambler just... Gone. Ah, it's the Steve McQueen the, the, one, the Bond gone. Tiger. Aye. Yeah. Oh, it's just, aye. yeah. You know, they they, they, they really they, they pick the right things to sell and, and, and do them really well. So um, so you can order it now, unless, of course, they're sold out. The prices start at £13,795 uh, darunies. Uh, but if that's too expensive for you, then you can go for a standard 765RS. That's only 11,495, which is actually pretty good for a bike. That, that performance is pretty damn, mm. you know. I think you can get you, know, in, you can get into the fun uh, zone, you know what I mean? Fun zone, like easy peasy. Um, it's got the same power. It comes in actual yellow, as opposed to it does. yellow. It isn't uh, yellow. It does look like Bumblebee. Um, why, why, why yellow isn't yellow? That's why we call it yee. We'll call it a yee. The yellow that isn't yellow. 
um, by a proper yellow and black, so that's good. But uh, be warned, and this is an either a massive plus point or a massive negative for you, but I don't think it's anything in between. It does look like Bumblebee from Transformers from the front, which I personally love. As, so there we go. As the eyes, it looks like at any yeah. moment it's going to transform and just start playing random radio stations. Do you know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. And then and then turn into a Volkswagen Beetle. That'd be quite cool. If you if you had a if you had a bike that looked like that, that when it wasn't being a bike, you'd transfer him transform into an SS Camaro. That would be ideal. A funny feeling that would also be a limited edition and sell out quickly. There you go. Hi. Aye. Limited edition. One of one. One of one. One of one. That's it. Or 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 three of one. Because it wouldn't be one of three, it'd be three of one, wouldn't it? If it was a bike and a car and a Volkswagen Beetle. But a Volkswagen Beetle is just another car. So it'd so be a one three, one. It'd be three of one. I don't know if that's mathematically possible. Anyway, there we go. That is the Triumph Street Triple MotoGP Edition slash 765RS slash Bumblebee. Transformers, motorbikes in disguise. It is a nice looking bike. Even, e- even in highlight of yellow. Do you know what I mean? Even in the yellow, it's not yellow. Aye. But um, I would... I would Personally, I would buy it in the yellow, the Aye, proper yellow, yellow and black. Or all black in, too. Rather than the MotoGP. That, that'd be my choice. Aye, or all black too. Visually, visually, yeah. Aye, Here just, you, you mean. Uh, another bike that we actually were privileged enough to see where we were away was the new right. Royal Enfield Super Meteor. So and Royal, we sat on that one, didn't we? We sat on that one. Did uh, we sit on No, because that was the one that they no. had on a plinth. I was on a stand, wasn't I? On a stand. Right. A plinth. The Royal Enfield have unveiled their new update to the charismatic Meteor 350 by introducing the Super Meteor. So the cover came off it back in Milan at EICMA in November. Um, the S- Super Meteor is now driven by Royal Enfield's very popular 648cc parallel twin, the same heart that goes into the super successful Interceptor in the Continental GT. The engine has been tweaked ever so slightly to fit that retro cruiser host that it's now part of. It's now producing 46.4 bhp, so nearly half a, nearly half a horsepower down. I mean, it's like, you're going to feel that. That's a point, you're eh? Really That's a point. That. But this lets them keep the torque um, the same, um, but higher up in the range. Uh, it comes with 43mm upside down forks, the first ever on Royal Enfield, which I was quite surprised at. Um, a 19-inch front mm. wheel and a 16-inch rear gives it, or continues with that cruiser feel. Uh, 320mm single disc on the front and a 300mm disc on the rear. 15.7 litre tank when it's filmed will give the bike an overall weight of about 241 kilos. So a fairly chunky boy, but not that that really matters. Um, If they make the soundtrack the same on the Super Meteor as his little baby brother gets, then I think it would be a really good little ride. Do you know what I mean? It's a cracking little bike. It's actually, it's, I like the fact that it's, it is that little bit bigger, it is a little bit chunkier. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't fault that 650 engine that Royal Enfield do because, you know I mean, for years they've been right up there, if not one of the best selling bikes at, 
you mean of the the past few years, they're definitely in the top three because folk are snapping up interceptors and continentals, and mm-hmm. having sat on the three fifty meter, um, it had a beautiful little, almost like a, a classic potato 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 sound. It was really really nice. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nice and deep. So if they've kept that same soundtrack, but obviously giving it a little bit more oomph, I reckon that bike can be a nice wee winner. You know what I mean? It's obviously going to be then competing with the likes of your Rebel 500. Um, but I don't think there's anything else yeah. that in that mid-market, that mid-engine size market. Um, I think the way it looks, right, is is, 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 is kind of like, it's an aff- it'll be an affordable cruiser. In comparison aye, well, to the pricey no, that your Harley and all that charges, I mean, so there's no like the price. Oh, right? you know, aye, just ridiculous big bikes and and. Then, but totally. if you're if you're coming off from doing your mod one and two and all that stuff, and but you're you're kind of cruiser fixated, you're not going to necessarily be the kind of person that's going to walk in and drop twenty grand and twenty three grand on a, a you know a low end or something like that. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? No, you know, but and, that's a beautiful starter first cruiser bike. I know, and I would just, I would imagine that they haven't released the prices yet, right? But I would imagine that little thing will come in probably around the five to six grand mark because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. roughly where the interceptor on the Continental GT sits. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think, I think you're right. I think it'll be great value for money. I think it'll be absolutely stonking value for money. And for an A2, if you want to do cruiser riding, but you haven't to go for an A2, that's a great bike. It's an absolute, uh, no, yeah. I mean, young, younger, that'll be a great way of getting younger people onto cruisers, you know. Absolutely, well done, Royal Enfield. Quite like that, yep. Absolutely, you yeah, know, I think it's a great, I think, guys, it's a great in, shouting probably, and something that I think is definitely missing from a lot of other bikes catalogs. Aye, I think I think guys for India I've been talking to in the last week or so just through work. Um, and they were asking, have I seen it? Have I seen it? Have I seen it? Um, because obviously I think the Meteor and that's a really nice, it's a good wee seller because it is mm-hmm. really affordable. But it's yeah. the fact that the 350's not got, it's not got loads of poke, which is fine if you're driving about the streets of like Mumbai or Delhi because you're not mm-hmm. going anywhere. But once you get into the, the wee back roads and the hills and stuff like that, that wee thing will just open up. It'll be such a good little ride. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? I like yeah. that. So well done, yeah, you're right. I say I like Watch that. On. I say I like that, but what you're going to talk about next, I really like. Aye, yeah. Aye. So next we've got the MV Augusta 2024 Cafe Racer, or the bike that if the person that designed Superman suit was to be told to design a bike, which, this would be the one, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? If a bike was uh, ever to come straight out of Krypton, this is it. Aye, it's, this is it. We don't often talk about MV Augusta, but this one was actually just too good looking not to. And I, and when I say good looking, we think it's adorable, right? We love it, right? Like it's superb, it's so distinctive. But I can also see other people just going, "Oh no!" So I, I mean, can, it's I, just it's, with just with the paint scheme, with the color I, scheme, absolutely. Paint scheme alone, if it's you, a if very. You, um, if you imagine that on black, yeah, that I, is if a, it was a, if it was a if it was a coat, you'd walk past somebody and you go, "That's a statement piece." And you'd either say it's a compliment or as a, you know, you'd either say it's a compliment or as an absolute put down, do you know what I mean? Aye. You know, but it's one of the, one of the two, right? Depending depending on your tastes, right? But it's a, uh, they've shown off a, con- it's a concept at the moment um, for a kind of 1970s inspired cafe racer, right? So where we're not massive fans of the 
we say we're not massive fans of the color scheme. I am a massive fan of the color scheme. You're not a massive fan of the color scheme, I, is that right? I think I think it is that it's quite. Don't get me wrong. See the the see the the the, the swing arm and the actual subframe. It's all. Right. In that kind of brushed deep red color, that's mm. that's 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 beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And the red seat is beautiful, and then the brushed aluminium cowl is the same. It's the silver and blue bits I don't like. Yeah, if it is, I, I just like that, but then I'm, I've got my DC bike. Superman fixation out of it. Do you know what I mean? Aye. So I think that, that works for me. That's a superhero bike for me. You know. Aye. Whereas if you take the, the, if you took all the blue and the silver and made it black, I think that bike would just be. Sex on wheels. That's and, and I disagree with you, but that's you know. But there you, you go. Know. So there you go. Yeah, Holy! You go. Oh my God! They've disagreed in some. I know. I know. The only thing I think might be, you know, if if you if it was the blue you didn't like, I would just keep it as silver, red and silver. Then, you know. Personally, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. Look like if you took the silver away, made it black, but kept the blue. That might look alright. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, we, yeah, we are pontificating over this, but it, the concept is called the 921S and it's heavily inspired by um, Moto MV Augusta's 1973 750S. Uh, a prototype runs on a 921cc inline four that produces 115 brake horsepower and 86 pound foot of torque. And the outlet for this inline four runs down to two exhausts on either side of the bike. So four holes to blow out your gas. Hey. That's what it is. There we go. Um, now, a tubular steel trellis frame is the home for that engine that has gorgeous air intakes on each side of the very square-looking square tank. And it has a big, chunky, square-looking tank that we can uh, squishy bit at the end for put your legs together. Squishy bit. Holding again, run about the 16 litres. That's the wee squishy end, but that's the wee technical term for it. Yep. You know, I was looking up in the Haynes manual. So, um, you know. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, people think people actually buy Haynes manual still? You know what I mean? Because uh, obviously with the internet and everything. Uh, I don't know. No. Then if nothing, you're out there and you, and you still buy Haynes manuals, there's something nice know. and tactile about having a Haynes manual that's got like, oil fingerprints on it and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you still buy Haynes manuals, send us a message, let us know. I'm, and okay. let us know what the manual's for. Anyway, yes. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. If it's a Haynes manual for the Millennium Falcon, that doesn't count. That's a novelty gift. So it has to be a proper Haynes manual for a proper working machine. Right. There you go, just so you know. So it can't be a Haynes manual for the wife, you know, <laughs> I'm sure babies. that exists, Aye. you know. Anyway, um, all in suspension, upside down forks and a single rear shock, all adjustable in one way or another. Uh, 320mm four point Brembo brakes on the front that are covered with a very cool cover that also serves as a cooling tool. Oh yeah, sometimes in the summer you could do a cooling tool, couldn't you? Um, and a single 220mm disc at the rear. The bars, they look like clip-ons from the from certain angles, but actually are not. It's just that they, they sit just low enough for you to assume that they actually are. Uh, the bike is also said um the bike was also said to be full of mogwais. Right. What does that mean, Darren? You've written there full of mogwais. What does that mean? I have no idea. Green gremlins. You're saying it's broken. Gizmos. It's gizmos. There we go, right? Full of mogwise, right? So there we go. That said, Darren's cryptic humour thrown into the script. I forgot we were taking the button off. I see. <laughs> we were supposed to be on the button. Ooh, I was already right. push the button and then go, no, because all you're getting is... And it's live. 
it's not the same but it's live and don't feed after midnight so the bike is still said to be full of mogwai slash gizmos right there we go around 4.5 inch touch screen up front oh it's not just a round screen it's a round touch screen I've never wanted to touch a screen more round in my life that lets you see your cruise control there you go Dan's touching his screen and that's honestly not a euphemism <laughs> uh, your GPS your launch controls your traction control and your ride mode settings I do love a wee ride mode setting I was uh, when I was out in the Maverick uh, it was still wet slidey weather so I did just, just to be on the safe side so as not to repeat history I did pop it <laughs> in rain mode I know it's a bit but, but I thought, do you know what? I'm not taking any chances. No, no, you best know, not. And I show you do. Um, so loads of riding sets. LED lighting all round, including wrap around the back, which completes the electronics. The dry weight looks like it's going to be about 205 kilos and will do well over 135 miles per hour. So you ha- you kind of have to see the thing. Forget about the colours and imagine it all in black or black and red. And it's probably one of the best looking things in the road. And I know the colours are the, on the concept. Who knows what the colours will actually be? And I'm sure there'll be a few no, different true. variations if they bring it out, when they bring it to 2024, you know? You know, so um, uh, it is a concept, so no price. But MVCO Timur Sardarov, Sardarov uh, told Timur, Timur? Timur Sardarov. MVCO, whatever his name is, told MCN <laughs> he plans to bring it into production in mid-2024. And we seriously hope that it does. So people have, I think, a lot of people would add over it for them to say it's going to be a... Aye, if you honestly look it up, because obviously the pictures that we've got at the minute on your little thing, you see essentially the one side of it, you can see the two pipes coming out. What you don't see is there's mm-hmm. another two pipes coming out the same bit on the other side. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you've got that four outlet. Like wings side. or just like chitty chitty bang bang just before it takes flight. But it's the little things, like see the little backrest. The little backrest on it. I think it's stunning looking. It's just like a wee. It's dead retro it, looking, isn't it? It's like kind of something out of Logan Run or something. Exactly. Kind of thing they would, if that uh, thing yeah, if that crazy. thing just went, oh, and popped and dropped back into the cowl and then come oh, up when you went above a certain speed, that would just be filthy. It's <laughs> So Jerry Anderson, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be so cool. But you, you talk about the LED strip light, you can see it on that kind of top-down picture. Uh, the LED kind of goes right around the back of the cowl, which is very, know, very just, cool. Do you mean, it, it is an absolute beautiful bike. Again, I'd if, say If they you, keep those types of features when they bring out the... Oh, they've got the to. Version. They've got to. Winner, winner, Augusta, I did say to you, it, it reminded me a lot of the... I think it was 2010, Ducati bought out the, the classic outside, sport, yeah. um, which if no one knows what the classic sport looks like, watch Tron Legacy. The boys bike at the end. Yes. That's a, that's a Ducati classic sport. That has, that's, that's what that kind of feels like. The minute I saw it, I went, oh. You have permission, you have permission to just fast forward to the end of Tron Legacy though? No, I, I didn't mean Tron Legacy, I quite enjoyed it. I went to see it in 3D IMAX, it wasn't that great. Do you know what I mean? But having watched it just normal, it was actually not that bad. I quite enjoyed it. I've been getting, what did you get it on Disney Plus maybe? I get it on Disney Plus, a Disney must, movie. Must look for it, must look for it, cool. Have you never watched anyway, it? Anyway, Belt of the Bike. Have you never yeah, watched it? Yeah, I saw it, I don't know. Oh, right, yeah. I've got to see. Aye, Belt of the Bike, I think that, I saw it three, that would three, be... Yeah, I might have enough. Yes. Aye, Belt of the Bike. Quite taken with that, quite yep. taken with that. I like it, and I like the colour scheme. There you go. I don't. 
However, that's the only call of the day, and I might be tempted. But we'll see. What have we got next? Have we got another bike next? No. no. We've got gear. This is Arrow. Yeah. So, Arrow, I've got the Arrow Commander, the Adventure Helmet. Um, Arrow have done something slightly different. They have come up with an airbag helmet. Now, before everybody... Say well, right, let's give everybody say ch- well. Let's give everybody a chance to stop, you know what I mean, laughing. <laughs> and bear with, all right? So with technology yep. more and more prevalent in our wearables, is it any surprise that we ha- uh, we've got a, a massive range of gear that's very specific? It's airbag. We've got vests and jackets and leathers and all sorts. Well, Italian company Arrow are taking this to the next step and they've designed an airbag helmet. Yes, it's a helmet with an airbag. Now, modern helmets are very, very safe with the level of testing that you need to get through and that you need to meet these days. It's no surprise that head injury numbers are as low as they've ever been. But this tech will continue to push that trend down even further. Um, Arrow... On a side note, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to our podcast at all about... Helmets in the testing yes. regime. We've got an excellent podcast out there. No idea what, um, number, can't is what number it is. No, it'll be on there. Anyway. And good luck finding it'll it be because there. it'll be named someone completely random. Which oh, is it, will be, it won't be named anything to do. No, aye, no, not a chance. Um, Arrow are about 25 years old and have always been very focused on safety. Uh, to be honest, they say it's an obsession, and this obsession has pushed them to develop an integrated airbag. The prototype again is on show at Milan. Milan seems to next year, I think we should give the any give Birmingham a miss and go to Milan, mate, because it seems like a lot of good stuff coming out of Milan. Do you know what I mean? That we just didn't get at MCN, but anyway, they unveiled it at Milan and it's been. It's already been a two-year project to get it to this stage. So how does it work? So it's not unlike a car dashboard in terms of it's a cushion around the top of the crown of the lid, powered by a little gas generator on impact to stop the shell to, uh, on top. The shell actually has like little flaps on it and they open up and the airbag deploys. It all happens in a fraction of a second. Um, it's actually fairly discreet when you look at it. You know what I mean, it's not like the whole helmet just explodes into like a big massive airbag. It's just that little top ring, almost like a halo, um, that obviously opens up. So what you're saying is that if you're in a crash, not only does your ring explode, but your ring explodes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Thank you. The uh, <laughs> I think I think the, the main purpose is, is is to try and stop. Skull fracture, do you know what I mean? From top mm-hmm. down impact, because that's I think where a lot of the num for, for albeit, I mean, the numbers have dropped for like 60% skull fractures down to like 30% in the last X amount of years. This obviously would help increase that even further or reduce it even further. Sorry, now this is a prototype, and they are still working on getting the helmet through ECE 2206. But when they say that, they're looking to get it through both before and after the airbag has been deployed so it'll be tested for both which is pretty cool and we know if you've watched if you listen to our show things like visors and all that kind of stuff they're tested when they're up they're tested when they're down you mean they look through that whole thing as opposed to just having the helmet the base helmet tested to get through 2206 you need to test these other things as well and this will be no different now there's no indication of when this new helmet will be available for sale 
or how many other variants that they plan to produce or add in the safety feature with. So we just need to watch the space and see what happens. But my question is, would you buy one? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's quite yeah. categoric. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, the thing is... I, Anything I've watched or read about the airbag technology and bikes, right, is it doesn't really make much of a difference. Do you know what I mean? No. You I, know, like the airbag vests, you're still going to break your arm. You know, you're, you know, you're, you're, you know so your airbag helmet, you're still going to get your head rattled a bit You'll just bounce a bit you know, better. Boom, you know, boom. you'll bounce a bit better, whatever. You know, I'd, I'd need to have definitive proof that it, that it, um, that it that it's way better than not having it than rather than just yeah do you know what I mean because I think you know if you look at it, I, I would suspect that that means that the design of the helmet how it looks and how it's styled will be very limited because it's got to incorporate this big I I think that there's a lot of things from the compartment you know there's that there's that how much extra weight is it going to give is it going to yep. mean it's going to be pushing top down on your neck which is going to mm. make it or because obviously they've got that little gas generator that makes the whole thing explode and the flaps pop up and all that kind of stuff but the second point is is how sensitive is it because you imagine you're going along coming around about doing about 10 miles an hour you slip you go down your helmet explodes. Aye. If you put what happens if you if you drop your helmet Psh. from less than a meter? Which your, your bike should be okay. Your helmet, yes. If it's less than a meter, your helmet should be okay to keep using. Aye, you know and it's I mean? not as if because we know obviously they've got the helmet inspection company now that you can send your if you've dropped it for a distance of, or of any concern, you send it to them forty quid. They'll inspect it with a whole load of micro gizmos that it, yeah look at it right down to the no compound level, but you can get. It, a properly close inspection on the microscope. Would you be able to do that with this? Would you be able to recharge it? Would you be able to? You know what I mean? How much is, is it going to cost I, you to is recharge it? Replaceable? It? Are the bits replaceable? I, Can they well, refit the all, bits? All those things need to be asked or need to be answered mm -hmm. before folk will start snapping it up. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then again, it's the cost. Of how much is it? Is it still affordable as a helmet? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I really don't know. Um. But there you go. Um, just talking about helmets, I see that, um, I know we talked a bit about, is it Foresight? We talked about that helmet before, the one that's got the It's available in the UK now? It's now available yeah. in the UK. Oh, yeah. 800 quid. Oofed. Oofed, right yeah. enough. Again, I, and I watched, an, I watched another thing, a couple of things on YouTube recently about, about smart helmets. <laughs> and again, it's a bit like the, it's a bit like the, um, you know, the, the airbag thing. They don't really offer that much more. They're a, Gimmick, that, aye, it's like, you know, aye, I don't know, for, for 800 quid, I would need oh, to. Oh, I mean, think about that. You could, you could have had a field day at Helmet City. In, oh, in absolutely. I could have come away with yeah. a couple of helmets. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I could have come away with a them. I could have come away with a Rurock helmet had they had any size in my, any stock in my size. I've, I've never, I've never wanted to be a woman more. Than when I saw that Wonder Woman helmet. Oh, <laughs> I, mean? I know. It was stunning, that wasn't was it? Superb, wasn't it? I actually <laughs> toyed with it. Went on the website and went, you know what? Fuck it, I'm buying one for myself. I don't care. It looks good. They don't have it my size. They don't have any of these size. No. And the Wonder Woman no. one is gone. But were you wearing it? Even You'd the... have to kind of re rename it slightly to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Is that Wonder Woman there? No, it's Wonder Woman. 
You know, you know, Rurock's having a field day, right? When even the Riddler has set out, and I didn't think that is a particularly attractive helmet. Although you did agree, it did look better in the flesh. It does look better in the flesh, and actually, mm. I, I was the opposite with Harley Quinn. The Harley Quinn one on the website looks brilliant, but on, on it was alright. It was just alright, wasn't it? Even, even obviously, Sid was raising Sid's taking pictures, um, and we'll talk about this later. But I saw the picture of the the Harley Quinn helmet, and I went, "Oh, it does look like a good helmet." But I remember seeing it and thinking. It's not all that nice. Do no, I mean? it's weird. I think I think the the thing about that is, uh, uh, it's a kind of fans thing, isn't it? Real more the Harlequin stuff. Aye. Know? Anyway, right, we, we digress. Anyway. Carry on. Um, but yes, Last we're moving up. on. Yep, yep. We've enough of the helmet talk. Yeah. Enough of the helmet yeah. talk. A uh, broth, a broth, broth, is it? Broth, 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 the luxury, this luxury, the luxury manufacturer has had a number of new inclusions over the years, including some partnerships with some other big brands. So in 2023, Brock Superior will add another bike um, to their low road legal catalogue. The Dagger Roadster was revealed in Milan, uh, and here is what you get. Okay, so the right. Dagger Roadster is I'm, a 997 brake horsepower V-twin. 997 brake horsepower? Is that right? No, it's an 997cc engine. Aye. You've written down a 997 brake horsepower no, V20. I haven't had a cock up in a while, so... No, that's quite impressive, right? I mean... <laughs> aye, okay. Aye, I'm sorry, that's but if, if that's, that's, that's like, electric... That's, that's, like, that's like the electric bikes in Tron Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one who drives away in the end. You know what I mean? A 997cc V20 uh, is sat elegantly into a titanium frame. Titanium! And bolts to a titanium subframe. So we already know it's bloody expensive, right? Oh, aye. Aye, <laughs> so you get rough. the titanium more than you like. Rough of course. The the V twin produces 102 brake horsepower, which sounds a bit more realistic than thanks. And eight seven <laughs> newton meters of torque. Uh, it's got an overall weight of two hundred kilos, which is nice and light, and it will still have a very respectable power to weight ratio. So Brooke claimed that it with that with a new curved handlebar setup it gives the bike a true 50-50 weight distribution and should give the bike great handling great handling great handling um, a 2 to 1 exhaust setup which is probably one of the best exhaust configurations we've seen on a bike uh, preload and rebound adjustable front and rear suspension gold rims which just look phenomenal uh, at 17 inches may seem ostentatious but no uh, but with the hints of gold dotted around the rest of the bike, it does work really well. It makes it look all of its £50,000 plus price tag. Ouch. Yes, ouch. Um, we can only say we'll, we'll probably never be lucky enough to ride, um, let alone own one of these beautiful machines, but we can but dream. Uh, it would be, it is a something, it's just something spectacularly. Um, it, it's so ostentatious it isn't does that make sense aye it's it's no it's gone beyond ostentatious to to desirable aye aye it's it's, it's, it's went full circle it's, it's went to me, from ostent- oh my aye, god to me, a gold aye, bike ostentatious to- is people buy these things to show off how much money they've got and they look gaudy and awful whereas this looks gaudy and awful because you've got them I, I, I'm not even making sense here but you know I don't even I mean? think it looks right? gaudy and awful I think but it's, know, but it's, I think it's, it's beautiful. Of, you would suspect gold and black and all that kind of thing, you know. You know, it'd be like, you know, a shop mall in Abu Dhabi and steroids, right? But, you know, because um, that's I'm what it's all the about. Birds. You know, that whole 
their, their whole kind of look over there is all about gold, this and dark and everything, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it, you'd think it looked like that, but actually it just looks like a, a bit more of a work of art, really, isn't it? Oh, I, I, I love uh, the way, well, there's loads of things I do love about it. You know what I mean? I love I, the way that the, the exhaust's very well hidden. Yes. Do you mean it's very well hidden, other than the pipe that goes round the kind of the block? It is very well hidden, um, and the fact that it's the name the dagger. Sorry, but that's 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 up there with one of the, probably one of the best names for a bike yet. Yes, I mean? and the fact that and it's and written and right along the back of the tool. Uh, it's a subtle name, but it's. It's it's just it, again it, mm. it, it's kind of understated for it's like understated it's ostentatiously understated. Is that a thing? It is now. It's an oxymoron. It's an oxymoron, it is, isn't it? It is. Yeah. But you know, it's which would also be a cool name. I have a good name for like the oxymoron. The oxymoron. I need a bloody big tank oh, to ride them. Some of the people that ride them. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I like the fact that the cowl is very pointy, like a dagger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it's yeah, not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's got one of these. See that? See that point like a dagger, a point like one of those wee shovels that you use to, you know, to cover up your poop when you're out camping. Oh, I like a wee mm-hmm. hand tool. Hand oh, tool, the thing. But then the, the rough superior but it's hand tool. Edge. <laughs> it's just not got the same <laughs> ring, has it? A rough, rough superior, superior hand, hand tool does not sound. Yeah, shit, shit shovel does not sound <laughs> poop, uh, quite the same. Yeah, I and, and I have to say, if if, if I was to. If I had two of these bikes, right, and I put them side by side, and one said dagger on the back and one said shit shovel, I'd pick the one with dagger on the back. So, Aye, yeah. absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Although, again, not to insult anyone for the northeast, but if they did one called the poop a scooper, you know who's going to make that, don't you? Kawasaki. Kawasaki. Again, I would just, I would be quite happy just to see that in the flesh. Never mind. I'm not that. Yes. I say I'm not about riding it. I'd love to have a shot of that. I'd love to see the aye, head turning aye. that would happen. Probably get a too high a seat height, which I discovered an awful lot of more bikes I've got. <laughs> uh, I didn't see what the seat height was, but I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say 810. I was. That's what I was going to say. 810. Was it? Uh, there uh, you go. Maybe it is 810. Do you mean as we talk through, I might just have a quick. Google and see what the seat height is, just to, just in case you're thinking of trading up. Do you know what I mean? Well, if I if I win the lottery, yeah. Oh, if um, I win the lottery, I'd be straight in there. I'd be. There's umpteen bikes you'd buy, mind you, if you won the lottery, isn't there? So that's probably. I think we've done a. Have we done a show on that? On what we would do if we won the lottery? What we do? Right? What no, bike? We, we did that. We did a your ultimate bike, your Aye, best choice thing. You know, that's true. That was quite good, wasn't it? But we should probably revisit that at some point just to see. If 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 things have changed, if we're suddenly all going out and buying Lamborghinis, do you know what I mean? Which is quite possible. I mean, like, yeah, I, 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 it would have to be um, if you uh, if you win the lottery, right? Yes. And could grow longer legs, <laughs> then then, then, then oh. it'd be quite comfortable. Yeah, you're never going to believe this. You're never going to believe this. The 2023 Bruff Superior Dagger seat uh-huh. height. 810 millimetres. <laughs> we, we have clearly looked at far too many bikes recently and went, oh, okay. Because, of course, that's the first thing I look at when I see a bike, isn't it? I go, it's, it's am a, I dangly or am I feet down? It's a bad day when you and I both look at a bike and go, that's too short for you. That's, that's, you know, that's you, about 825. You, when you walk into a traditional tailors and, and the guy says, well, and what size of trousers are you? And you'll go like, oh, 
36, 30 inch leg, and he looks at you and goes, 38, 28, actually. We should get it right, you know. <laughs> 28. We should we should make a little call. Because you're short and fat. <laughs> we should make a little call out at this moment um, to the <laughs> to to Ralph and his little um, he, his little funny TikTok earlier that he that aye, he sent in that he popped on for us. Yes, aye. that was and it's very it's funny. Cool. We should we should try. I'll try and see if we can get that up on the socials. Because that's every yes. time. Every time he hears us talking about how a bike's too tall for Ian, this video goes through his mind. This little TikTok. So we'll share that with you. Anyway, that bearing, bearing in mind, if we do share it with you, that it does not, it does not, it's not the kind of thing you can do when you have to have emergency stop on a hill, uh, riding somebody else's Pan America on a camber. On a hill. On a camber. Aye. Aye. No. Aye. no. No. Aye. It's fine on a flat, but no in Scotland. No with the potholes and the campbells and the hills. Exactly. Anyway, anyway, that was the news. That was the news, yes. News. Yes, that was the news. News. Ramble. Aye, the news and the ramble. We can tell we're getting close to Christmas because we're starting to ramble more, which are going to steer us up into the end of year rant mode. Yes. Yes. Can it be? Can it anyway, be good for that? This is what everybody's here for. You ready? Yep. The big question. And it's live. The big question, and it's live. Did you? I see about a double button action there. I know, nice double DBA. button. Double, double button, button action. Brilliant. The, Beautifully timed, sir. Beautifully timed. The big question. Did we enjoy the motorbike show? What did we see? Yes. Let's start with Let's start with how we got there. Right? Aye, let's start with how we got there. I have ridiculous time in the morning to get up. So, we were at the airport for... Half five? Half past five. Half past five. You were earlier, because I, I was still leaving the house when you were at the airport. I know, we were pretty sharpish, do you know what I mean? Um, it was about ten past five or something. Aye, something like that. Something like that. Mm -hmm. We were still half sleeping, you know what I mean? I think we were still half sleeping to about nine o'clock. Um, we got to the airport yep. at about half five, got through security, which which is which is more than some people were today. Today? We were recording yep. this, <laughs> due to an incident. At Glasgow Airport, we got did, the. What was, what was the suspicious device? Did you find that? I had no idea. I haven't seen the news, so I have mm. no idea. I just knew it was a suspicious did, device. Did somebody from Glasgow try and bring vegetables to the? We're all panicking. So <laughs> hey! vegetables. <laughs> what's this? It's an aubergine. What is it? No, uh, that's going to be uh, no, controlled no, and disposed of. <laughs> um. Anywho, yeah, we <laughs> flew down very early in the morning. I mean, we like, did. Oh, we geez. were. Oh. I think the flight took you know, off. Big shout out, yeah, big shout out to my wife who drove me to the airport that early in the morning. Aye, bye. Before going to work. My oh, that's me. not even. That's not even the right button. We should have a, a thingy button. Yes, for definitely. Susan. For Susan. Yeah, we're getting up at that. Susan. We're getting up at that time and driving you to the airport. Ah, I didn't. Even, I wasn't even brave enough to ask that question. Do you know what I mean? Mm. No, Darling, could you? I'm a lucky man. I'm a lucky man. So. He's a keeper. Mm. The um, oh, that was supposed to be a button of the week. She I remember now. No, that's a shark. Don't fear the shark. Hit a pot bites. Um. So yeah. So then the flight obviously took off nice and smooth. The flight was actually all right. I mean, it was up and straight down. Do you know I mean we're barely in there for any time? The minute you're up, it's quite amusing with EasyJet, of course, because you've got to watch these poor people have their souls destroyed trying to sell you things off the trolley, but nobody wants I it. I know. 
I mean, it's six o'clock in the morning and they're coming down saying, would you like my discounted perfume? <laughs> no, yeah. no Melon songs maybe to wake me up But no perfume <laughs> you know what I mean? so, What's the strongest Shittiest yeah. thing you've got I, That's me in my week now Yeah that's, yeah, that's fine we, um, yeah, I, So that was fine Landed at Birmingham No issues All good Easy no, peasy lemon squeezy. And I was crazy I was, ha- I was preparing myself For a little 15 minute walk To the NEC Across side roads And all sorts of stuff In the cold um, But I didn't realise There was an actual little walk down Bain to the airport thing. on a little monorail thing a bit like Newark and uh, you were whoa and that was you straight into the NEC it was quite good so we were there the NEC is attached to the train station so that was it we were there it was like we got there super early didn't we so, we did um, had, had we known that we could probably get a later flight but I don't know when the later yes. flights were so mm-hmm. and if anything it gave us a chance to sit down chill out have a coffee and a bacon roll bacon roll bacon roll and roll. sausage is there no sausage you had? I think it was sausage with a die. Mm. Cumberland sausage. That's right. So a wee Cumberland sausage. It looked, and it looked like right. a jobby. Yeah, it looked like a big tolly. Right, it was a wee spirally. A Mr. Right. Whippy. A wee chocolate Mr. Whippy. What we should and say uh, at this point now is, is Birmingham loves people queuing. Aye. So they do. not only did we get through, when we got off the plane, we... Went up a ladder, not a ladder, but up a set of stairs, down a set of stairs, up a set of stairs, down a set of stairs. Then got to the door that led us out into the main airport, and the door wouldn't automatically open. It was locked. It was locked. We wanted you to queue there, went. So we had to queue there to get out. We then eventually got out of there, went all the way up, got on the monorail, got there, had a wee bacon roll. Queued for the monorail, but to be fair, it wasn't that busy. Ah, It wasn't that busy. Queued for the monorail, yeah. Right. Got there, queued for a roll, got a roll. Then it was like everybody was starting to kind of get organised and get to the door that they were going to go in. We started at all four, which we'll come on in a minute. Yeah, so they wanted to queue for you to get pre-scanned. Yes. Then you would. Then you had to queue at the main kind of metal barrier door thing to get in. Then they opened that and we all thought, here we go, we're getting in. No, no, no. Then they had it roped off and you had to queue at the rope. You could see... Like Norton and Triumph, just there, almost within spitting distance. Dangling no, no, no. at you. So you have to queue. Oh, oh, oh come to f- me. Come sit on my soft leathery seats. Oh, <laughs> like that, yeah. That too much. Right, that too much. No. And then there was yeah. a wee, Off wee to the side guy. BMW with their, look at us, come sit on our seats. You know? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, uh, and the wee, and the wee guy the wee guy at the door at Hall 4 had a badge he had a he badge he was a security guy with a badge suit and a badge there were, folk, there, were, there were people walking in right there were people walking in with um, you know the, the usual you get the, the guys and girls that are on talking to you and talking, showing you the bikes and all that you know exhibitors and they've got on they've got the Yes, the exhibitors, but they've got their PR people that stand there. You know, the good-looking women and the hunky guys that, that you think you look like in a bike until you realise you're the shape of a potato, and then you're going, I'm never going to look like that. Right? The, you know, the, you know the, 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 the world's the good-looking type. people, you know, Aye. the beautiful people of the world that are hired to stand beside the beautiful machines of the world and the sales try and make you buy them. Yeah, so, and but even... It was one big massive guy. It was quite funny because they'd walk in, right? They've only been out for five minutes to get themselves a coffee. They walk back in, they've get they've got like a triumph t shirt on, you know, triumph, they've got a bat, they've got a triumph thing around their neck, and, and he's still insisted and them putting all their stuff down in their hands, getting into their back pocket and taking out the security pass and move you know, he'd seen them five minutes before. 
Aye, I don't seen know if maybe the guy difference was Aye. they had a rolling I don't know if he had a short term memory problem or something, the guy, you know, or he was, or maybe he was just told you must check everybody's pass all the time. And you could just see people going, Oh God, here we go again. Unless, unless he I mean, was new. Triumph, uh, people had Triumph tattooed on their nostrils and he'd still had to insist in seeing their pass. You know, it was quite funny. But we well eventually done, got sir. in. Well done, sir, for never breaking the rules for anybody. That's consistency. That man was the custard of the opening of MCM Live. Superly consistent. It was a quality <laughs> custard. That's what he was. I thought you meant he was non Newtonian. As in, if he slowly pushed him, he was squishy. But if you whacked him dead hard, he was solid. Aye, if you walked past him slowly and showed your pass, you could slide past. But if you tried to run past him, you'd be hitting a brick wall. As simple as that. Exactly. Well played. We did get him. But we did get in. And first things first, straight away, beeline to Triumph. Because it was right there and I wanted to go and see and sit on the Chrome Edition Speedmaster because we knew they had the Chrome Edition stuff there. Which? Because having gone to Ireland on Maverick, um, we, you know, I, I, I think we talked about it previously, the conclusion was that there's not enough luggage for any long-term riding on that bike. Had no luggage options for Maverick, really. No. From there's nothing, still nothing out there from Harley. I don't know what the sports race is going to do in terms of accessories, considering all the bits and bobs you can get for a sportster. No, aye, that's the th- aye, that is still the thing disappointing the amount of, of the lack of options. And you would have thought this would have been the time of year where you would start to see a lot of that coming in, purely because. Like new seasons around the corner, folk will be doing yep, tour yep. and going away, blah blah blah. But even but no. speaking to the guys in the West Coast, there's no rumours, there's no talker. No bits and bobs coming out for your for your sportster. You know what I mean? This is just daft. And, and and part of it is that big massive F off double exhaust up the one side of the bike. You know? To it'd be it'd be very hard to have something around that because that exhaust gets bloody hot. I mean, okay, the sportster S, unlike the nightster has got a really good heat shield on it, so Aye. you don't feel it, but, but still. you know, but still, you wouldn't be putting your bags and stuff on top of that. You'd have to have some sort of titanium, adam- adamantium, something like that. Adamantium? It, you know I mean? An adamantium carry-on bag. Adamantium oh. carry-on bag. Yeah, the Wolverine. Um, the one so, thing- uh, anyway, straight there at Triumph, yeah, straight yep. there at Triumph. And Triumph's stall was massive. Huge. I mean, it, had- everything. Aye. Aye. Diff- I mean, it, it, had, it had an area of its stalls that it's different types of bikes, bigger than some of the manufacturer's stalls. You know, Aye. the, the kind of Bonville section was like a a, a manufacturer store on its own. The Tiger stuff was a lot, you know what I mean? Um, you know, the triple stuff and all that was all, it was just, uh, it was a it was a brilliant, brilliant store. Yeah. I don't from, think there was a single, I don't think there was a single Triumph model that wasn't there that was that you could sit on. They had a yes. they had Tigers, I think, Rocket, I think they, they had a, and, and they had some retro bikes sitting around the side as well. Which was quite cool. Some Aye. that big purple one and all that kind of stuff, right? Some that's which right. to be fair, they were you couldn't have sit in them, but you know, but that's that's fine. That's probably people's private collection and stuff like that, you know. Thingy. And you know, in motorbikes not but in the Bonneville section in the middle, mm-hmm. that's where you had your chrome stuff. Yes. Um which was uh, which is great. So um I sat on the Speedmaster and it definitely I still want a test ride one because of those funny yeah. handlebars, I want to see what they feel like. It's like a, um, I say it's like a, it is like a beach bar, but when I sat yeah, on it, 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 it felt like I was driving an old 70s bus. I feel like I wanted to start I singing. We're all going on a summer holiday. 
So, yes, it was... Um, yeah. Anyway, so, so Chang was good, yeah. Again, another... Um, then BMW. We went to BMW, didn't we? Because that was quite... I mean, in fact, when you first came in, Norton, BMW, Triumph really kind of was the with the big stands and that whole Aye, floor that you couldn't Aye. miss. Yeah. Aye. You know? They were they were kind um, of screaming at you. How big are some of those BMW bikes? The R eighteen. Some of those R eighteens you know, I mean, were but and I'd seen the R eighteen and stuff before. I'd sat in an R eighteen before. Mm. But some of those some of the iterations they have of those R eighteens were like Jeez, oh, and how Jesus wide I mean <laughs> actually for my leg length were great. But huge, <laughs> huge. But, they but, were huge. Darren, they were huge. But and and they're weighty. Oh my God, Darren, they were huge. Aye, they're quite weighty as well. You know what I mean? Very heavy, very heavy and very wide. Aye, the big cooler things, not obviously. Obviously, BMW had their GSs there, which is fine. But everybody's familiar with the twelve fifty GS. Everybody's now sitting eagerly anticipating the the new. GS is the 13 or the 1400 or whatever they're bringing out next right. that's the bit everybody's waiting on the one bit that BMW did have was the M1000RR yes which is which was lovely aye that is a, 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 a piece a, of engineering aye it's an absolutely beautiful looking bike did you sit on it? no because that was sitting on a plinth roped off so that nobody could sit on it surprise oh, surprise um, they had the S thousand RR there, you could tell, which again is a lovely looking bike, but again, it's not my type of bike. Uh, to look at it and appreciate it, as you say, as a piece of engineering, and I bet you, mm-hmm. if somebody offered me a shot, you mean for twenty minutes or so, I'd quite happily take a shot as long as the tires were yeah. warmed up, because I bet you it goes like shit off a shiny shovel, but Aye. not for a, it's not what I would consider for a trading in against. Um, we then had a wander run to Norton, didn't we? Yes. And oh, oh, they are absolutely stunning looking things. Norton one was brilliant. Again, another really nice, beautifully put together stand. Yeah. But a lot of focus on their engineering and on, and on their new way of, new kind of way of manufacturing the, yep. the precision of the manufacturing yep. we spoke with um, what was the girl's name again? I can't remember Jay was it or something like that? it may have been anyway it was more and important what she did absolutely adorable. great chit chat she's she was in, in charge of quality and all that stuff yeah aye and all that and and, and, we, and we've got, you've seen some of the pictures on the socials the big the, just the frame from the bike the, that aluminium brushed or that shiny frame and and everything that was a beautiful and we sat and did a lot of the bikes they sit on they had more Nortons to sit on than I thought they were going to have do you know what I mean they, 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 had, the, they had a couple of them that were fenced off you couldn't sit on but they had the equivalent but they also had versions of them to sit on yes yes and the only one that they didn't was obviously the V4 one the one that we were actually standing talking about and that's because it was still yeah. going through its testing it was still yeah, going through its final testing concept, essentially yeah but that girl that we spoke to, this called Jay, I'm pretty sure it was Jay, mm-hmm. she actually, this was the interesting thing, and this shows, this gives you a bit of insight as to how Norton are doing things. She actually mm-hmm. was headhunted from the aerospace industry to come and be, you know what I mean, do quality. Quality control. Uh, quality control at yeah. Norton, which gives you a, you mean, mm-hmm. that tells you a lot about just how serious, you know I mean, they're actually taking... 
the whole thing. You know what I mean? Um, they are beautiful looking the machines. Pic- the pictures you'll see, the brush, brush metal frame, when you look at it really closely, and I think one of the pictures I've, I can kind of see it, mm-hmm. they've actually, they, 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 they get it milled to look, so it keeps the cut lines on it. Aye, they get it milled, the they get it milled in the, the direction. Are. That's what they're saying, right? They, they mill it in the direction so that it keeps that actual machined kind of brushed look, look but about still it. with a shine. It's just, it was aye, a it's just, incredible aye. bit of engineering. Aye, aye, it was absolutely. And that's when she told us about the competition that you and Sydney then just spent the rest of the day just, well, just pop by and not. Just didn't, aye, and... And needless to say, we didn't win it, which would have been really nice to get a little cheeky tour in Norton. So, Norton, if you're listening, yeah, because it, it was a for four, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a group for four. We already had the four of us picked to go, which was just shocking. Um, after Norton, yeah, I'm just double checking my messages on the Insta here, just in case you know, no, just in case. Uh, I've not got in touch yet. I've not got in touch yet. No, 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 Norton have not got in touch yet. Thanks, Norton. Shocking. Shocking. Um, also in Hall 4, we had KTM and Husqvarna. Um, the Huskies we didn't spend too much time on because Ian took one look and went, I'm never getting on one of them. Even if I got my legs stretched, I'm still not getting one of them because they are quite tall. Do you know what I mean? They're nice to see up close, yeah. though. They are very... They look very well put together. Very distinctive. Do you know what I mean? Um, the 701... It's very distinctive the way the little it's almost like it's almost like a recess out the tank that has the bustling seven oh one on it. Um mm-hmm. KTMs are obviously KTMs, they were absolutely you know I mean the big adventure, the twelve ninety R adventure. It's just a, it's a beautiful looking bike. An absolutely beautiful looking bike. You know what I mean? Um it's it's a bit nuts. Um it's about 170 brake or something. It's a bit daft. But again, there was a guy, there was a guy out with us on the Sunday ride um, who turned up with the full gear and the goggles and the whole shooting match, the hydro pack and everything. I thought, my initial thought was just, either this boy's full kit wanker or this boy's an exceptional rider. Mm-hmm. And um, my preconception of the first one was instantly dismissed um, he was a proper rider he had that thing in other grass and all sorts and I don't mean aye, he, had, I, he had the gear on for the right reasons aye he had the gear on for the right reasons and he handled that thing just no bother we were all kind of going on the wee chucky roads and that he was out of the hills on the grass and all sorts and it was Brilliant. like fair play to you big man hats off to you um, so aye so the KTNs are nice the only other two things or, well I say the two things the two manufacturers um, not in terms of bike, but in terms of gear that was in Hall 4, it was Givy, which I was disappointed in because they weren't actually selling stuff. Yeah. It was like, look all the stuff we make, but you can't buy it. Contact the dealer or a retailer. And it's funny, and I think that was a kind of theme we'll probably, we'll probably touch on quite a bit as we go down the halls, but there wasn't that much there to buy. No. Of quality. No. That's a better way of putting it. And I found out, I mean, a big shout out to Hugh that listens to the podcast. Used to work with him on the biker guys, we know. I was chatting to him the other day. I bumped into him and he came down on the Sunday. All right. But with a view to buying certain things, we were going to look for. Mm-hmm. And his pals were going to look for a helmet and you know, this kind of thing. He was looking to pick some stuff up. And he said he was so disappointed in the peripheral 
Aye, stuff. Aye, you know? and, and it's yeah. not that. That's, you know I mean, just looking at Hall Four, I would have bought stuff at Givy because I, I was I'd already kind of I had my idea. I wanted a tank bag for obviously preparing for doing North Coast and all that kind of stuff next year. So I had in my yeah. mind I, 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 I bought one of the things that Givy had, fun enough, which was quite, I was quite pleased about, was that they've got an option for a sportster for the sportster S. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just the tank bag, but they've actually got the tank thing. Aye, know, the, the tank lock. Sports dress, the, the, the tank kind of lock, so that you can then buy their their tank bags for that. So yep. I could buy two or three tank bags, or one or two tank bags, a small one for commuting, and, like a, and a bigger one, one for travelling. Yep, you know. Which would be amazing, and they've got a, a an adapter for the sports dress, full enough. So I thought, well, that'd be really cool. If they were sitting, to be fair, if they were selling it there at that unit and that day, I would probably have bought it. Aye, but they weren't rightly or wrongly. I'd have probably bought it. Aye, but then the other thing for that was obviously we didn't give kind of quite early on, um, and then we were obviously wandering run, and then we stumbled across Rurock, and Rurock were yes. there, and they had, I think they had all the helmets other than the kind of. The Halloween one that they've they, yeah. they just released because that was limited run, but they had everything else up there. Again, all the the nebula was up there. The carbon, the commander, the Batman, Riddler, all those they were all up in the wall. And again, there's some forties of that. That again, we're we're getting through the forties and getting them up just as we get little badges of the yeah, yeah. fair play to Sydney. Um, she did take three hundred and seventy forties that day. Do you know what I mean? So we're getting yeah, through. She was snapping, snapping away. away. Like somebody with a finger full of Tourette's. Aye. The, uh, but again, Rurok's one of those ones. They weren't selling anything. They were, I mean, they were basically, don't get me wrong, you could try the helmets on, which was brilliant because obviously when you buy it online, you're only really, me- you're supposed to measure your head and then obviously buy it based on a measurement, which yeah. you haven't done it, no, it works. But I always like to try a helmet on and it's really comfy. It is so, so comfy. Do you know what I mean? I will have a Rurok helmet at some point. Just when either the one I want comes back into stock or if they bring something new, which I think they will do because it seems to be they've run a lot of stock down, which means I think there's a big surge of new stuff coming. Yeah. But I think the the, the Atlas 5's not going to be anywhere close for at least another 18 months, so I've heard. Um, I'm not telling you how I know that. I was talking to someone who was very pally with those people at Rurok, and they said 18 months at least before there's an Atlas 5. So, you know, if you're buying one, that it's going to do you for a while. And I think the Atlas 4 is a big jump on the Atlas 3. But anyway, we digress. They, they weren't selling anything there. They were pushing you on to do online, which there was sales on at the time, Black Friday sales. But yeah. for a, if you've got a big... Nothing in your size. That's if you've got a big heedle at mine, nothing in size. Do you know what I mean? Which was a bit of a well, other than like white and black, and you're like, <laughs> no. So, aye, so that was what you call it. That was a bit disappointing. You know what I mean? Good to see those yeah, helmets. It though. was good, it was to good to see them in the flesh, though, to be aye, fair. Absolutely. Yeah. The only other thing that was in Hall 4 that was massive was the adventure experience. So, this took up probably half a Hall 4, and this yes. was all the duck. This was the kind of dot track thing they had where Mick Extance was there. And then obviously dotted down both sides were Yamaha, Ducati, Harley Davidson, I think Honda were there as well. There's a couple of different manufacturers. But not that, that wasn't their main stall. That was just their kind of off-roady bit. 
and you could go in and look at the more off-road oriented uh, stuff. And I think, not why you could sign up for whatever type of bike you wanted to try? And you could sign up for so whatever type of bike. See, I, well, exactly. I want to try Pan America or I want to try a Tiger or whatever it is. While, vis- while visiting that kind of post lunchtime, we did somebody did come off a bike. Um, straight ah, yeah, straight right, the I think it was target fixation because I don't know how he managed to come off overlay two logs and then travel. You know I mean a good five yards and then hit a barrier sideways. It was quite impressive, um, but it's obviously double barriers for safety. But yeah, there was that was. I think if, if I was going back <coughs> down, I'd like two days. One day to go run and do everything and talk to people and do all that kind of stuff, and then a second day to actually go. And try some of the stuff because we didn't have a lot of time. Once we'd been round, had lunch, went back round, checked all the other wee tiny bits. Our day was almost done. Do you know what I mean to go back to the airport? So and you know I mean never mind going on and ha- getting kitted out and getting briefed and getting a half hour on those bikes. That'd have been about an hour of your day gone just to do the adventure right. experience. Never mind going to a test ride or do the electric bit or anything like that. So that was hole four. So we've only done one hole <laughs> so far. And yep. already we've covered all of that. Then we went into hole three. Well, three A. And this is where we bumped into well, we say bumped into we went we hit the guys at Stolen Eco, didn't we? We did, yeah. We saw the the, the Stolen Eco bikes, which are quite fun. Funky and fun, yeah, absolutely. Um and then we saw the Sinatra. Which is just Nuts! Yes, it's massive. I say massive. It's it's big compared to all the others, and that big three hundred thirty back mill tire, it's just absolute filth. It's just it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It's it's, it's an interesting bit of kit. Absolutely, yeah, very interesting. Ten, bit ten of kit grand now. though. I've I, I've been looking at it a lot. Um, kind of, you know, from that point, from just how it looks and everything, and uh, I'm just. Registering to give it to the GV site, the GV site to see um, if uh, how much that cost me to get my tank back. So just <laughs> and uh, just we're talking and uh, and uh, and then I'm not I'm now not a hundred percent sure if I like this natural or not. Um, what because of the price? I think not. If it had better battery performance and range and stuff like that, then yeah. It looks awful heavy for the power. I'd have to ride one, do you know what I mean? To see what it was like. To see what, you know. As it, as it all looks and no, you know, I'd be worried it's too heavy for a plug-in motor. Do you know what I mean? What is it? Oh, I think Nichols. I can't remember what it's like that saying is, but something like that, aye. I think it might be a fur coat with Nichols, but that's going to be a natural. No. That's maybe something else I'm thinking of then. God knows what, but somehow. But where do we go after Stirling Eco? Um, after Stirling Eco, we went to Harley Davidson. So, oh, so we did. Which was right across the road. So, we so did. That was... um, uh, and that was uh, Harley. I mean, as as you, as you said, as we we're walking around, we practically live in West Coast Harley, so we've seen pretty much everything that was there. Uh. But. But I haven't seen the El Diablo, so I was quite interested to see that. You'd seen it already. You were talking about the wee tweaks in the in the, the cowl bit with the the wee kind of little bits that I felt were a bit And you were right, they made, you know, you noticed it. On the, interestingly enough, it's the same bolts that are on the standard Lowrider ST, isn't it? So I know. Um, but again, I'm you not, don't notice it as much. I'm, I'm not paying no extra money for it. <laughs> 
but the finish in the El Dorado actually makes El Dorado, you know El Diablo. El Diablo, sorry. Eh? El, Di- El Dorado was a cheap wine, El wasn't it? Cheap wine that you'd sit in the corner and drink when you're a teenager. So, um, you know, it's the buck, it's the buck fast for the non buck fast drinkers. And um, a, but what I what I was quite glad I did was to get a chance to sit on that low rider because I do think the low rider ST. It's a yeah, oh, it's aye. a serious contender for a bike for me at some point. I really liked it. I liked the way it sat. I liked sitting on it, how it felt. You know, it felt very sporty. Great luggage. It felt I, very, very sporty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really liked it. Actually, really liked it. Um, uh, uh, once again, no great luggage, and uh, you know, so um, so it was nice to do that. But we didn't spend too much time at Harley because we no. kind of know most of the stuff inside out because of West Coast. And the one thing that Harley were doing that I thought was particularly well is outside because obviously they were under. It was quite it's quite dark and moody. Their stall, mm-hmm. but on the outside of their stall, they had three bikes. They had a fat bob, a street bob, and a Pan America, and they'll set up yep. on rolling roads with the fans and all that. And you could go and actually sit on and have a go, even if you didn't have a bike license. They showed you how to change gear and rev it and all that stuff. And the f- big fans were blowing the air in your face so that you got the feeling of being out on a bike. And Aye, I thought that, that was, was quite there. cool. I thought that was quite clever. Because that's obviously the people then that are trying to get, you mean know, their other halves or whatever into bikes and they, they really don't want to just go, oh, just go and sit and have a go and you'll see what it feels like. Do you know what I mean? So very clever. Do you know what I mean from from Harley's perspective? Um, I think that was a bit of a fight to get that in there. I've been talking to Dave Hacksaw. He says it was a bit of a fight to get that in there because they're like, oh, oh you it? can't start bikes in the hall. And you're like, really? Why can you not start bikes in the hall? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sorry, we're on a bike show. <laughs> exactly. And I'm gonna be funny, right? Have you seen the roof? <laughs> the fumes are going straight up and straight out that roof. Do you know what I mean? Aye, the roof is barely keeping the rain out. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, so I we didn't spend too long in there. And then we cut across to what was insanity. We went yes. to Ducati. Yeah. The insanity of Ducati. And it was mental. Which was just like fanboys, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was like it was fanboys and you know it, it was, was like it, it was like, it was like the Coca-Cola Christmas truck had pulled up. You just couldn't meets, get anyone near a bike. The Coca-Cola Christmas truck meets the main street in Ibiza. You know, it, it was, was just, just full of... It was nuts. Uh, Absolutely crazy. nuts. Um, we did see, by, and we came back around to Ducati, right? But we did eventually get a set on what for me is probably one of my dream bikes is the Ducati Diavo, but this is the V4 one that they had on there. Mm-hmm. And it's lovely. It's still lovely. I would oh, so want a shot in one of those. Yep. And 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 also, and what else? And it fits me, it fits me. And you could get a feed. My feed didn't. Oh, I I really did like the feel of that bike. Um, again, I'd have to have a lot of money, and it'd be one of a few bikes I had because I couldn't use it for everyday use. Do you know what I mean? Oh no, I, well, I could use it for everyday use, but I, I think I wouldn't want to put extras on it because I'd want it to be as light as possible and sporty and scooting about I you imagine know? you could get luggage for it because I've mm. seen the old Diablo with luggage on it I've ever looked good you know I mean? but, and you it know. was like wee canvas bags and they looked quite smart Um, the other thing that we saw at Ducati which I was quite taken aback by was the Desert X 
Yes, the Desert X was interesting. When I saw the Desert X on paper and read the reviews and saw it, the images of it, I thought it was absolutely disgusting. I thought that's absolutely... I get it's trying to be a Dakar-inspired bike from like a Dakar bike from the 70s or 80s or 90s, but I just didn't like the look of it. However, seeing it in the flesh, it's a much better looking bike. Much better looking bike. It, it just goes to show you how deceiving or not pictures can be, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, when we'll pontificate over the news about certain bikes and we go, oh, it looks amazing, or helmets or whatever, or they look a bit crap, and actually, you know, you, you know, Once it, you see it them. just says, you know, if you're buying something, buying things, go and see them, sit on them, try them out. Aye. The, the, aye. The, don't get me wrong, I think it's about 14 grand starting Desert X, and mm-hmm. it's only something like 110 brake horsepower. I get it's obviously quite light, but it's not considerably lighter than some of the other adventure bikes out there that are far better powered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I I don't know. But definitely in terms of looking at it, I was really surprised by that. I, I actually looked at it and went, that's really quite nice, actually. Yeah. Very unusual. Yeah. And it's powered by the same Multistrada. Well, it's obviously tuned slightly different, but it's based off the Multistrada platform. So yeah, that's um, yeah, lovely. All's good. All's good. Yeah. Where do we go next? Uh, what was after the catty then? We kind of kicked around. Well, I think we kicked around a few places, Yamaha and stuff like that. But I was very taken by Indian, wasn't I? And yes. then sat in a few Indians, and there was that big one with the big bat Batman face, which was just brilliant. Yeah. Oh, with a big bat. Yeah, with a big face. Aye. Aye. Uh, so I sat in a few of them. So I so again that's another one I'd add to my garage if I went the lottery and wanted lots of different bikes. Ah, you were Bobber Scout. You were quite the Bobber sub- Scout was cool. I really liked the Bobber Scout, right? I've always liked and, that. And, and and especially with the luggage, there's some nice big leather luggagey thing bits you, on it. You're just Spanier obsessed with luggage now. I was kind of about getting a bit obsessed with luggage to be fair. Walking now going, that bike doesn't do luggage, I don't, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, but I did like that. I did like the feel of the ending. And then the Bobber were kind of a big high handlebars, which was which was pretty cool. Um, uh, and again, Indian again, super happy. To, you know, you know. Uh, that was the. Like ch- sitting everything and I was that, just you know? trying to remember what that bike was. See the one with a big bat wing thing on it. It's the Challenger Dark Horse. Aye. Is that bike? Yeah, another great name for a bike. Aye, but looking at that bike for the front, it is mm-hmm. absolutely filthy, in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just such a beautiful looking bike for the looking straight at the nose um i i was quite i was quite impressed with that i really did and again they start at, i think 27 grand 27 and a half grand or something like that so it's a lot they want to cheap they want to cheap to be fair no yeah. but it's a lot of bang for your buck when you think if you're buying something of similar size in a again in another possibly same style of american bike you're probably looking at a three or four grand hike on top of that um, but I was quite, I was quite nice. Was, the Indians were quite nice, and they had a fair few bikes actually. Given the fact that it wasn't the world's, but it wasn't the biggest stall there, but they had loads of, they had loads of bikes. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean the other one? I think you liked was the Rogue, wasn't it? Rogue was the lovely. Rogue yes, you liked because yeah. it had the kind of, it was almost like a, it was like a, uh, it was like a bobber, but with like wee uh, apes on it. It was yeah. nice. A lot of nice bikes, you know. So. I think for me that's the 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 thing that put me off the Indians is the dealership network isn't huge. 
No, it's Edinburgh you know, for us. It's, it's Edinburgh. It's Saltire motorcycles, which, which are which are you know they're they're a great company, everything, but they've but they kind of you know how 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 I I don't know how much to trust that they'd have that that you would you would have that dealership there for a, a long time. I mean, I know when I bought my Triumph, I bought my Triumph. Wasn't that one before Triumph left Glasgow? Do you know what I mean? Aye. So uh, I'd, I'd, I think I'd like them from being being old and like reliability. I'll, you know, I'd like to rather to know that I'm not going to buy like the John's Mutt, for instance, is a perfect example. John's Mutt, uh, I know it's a a cheapy type bike kind of thing in, in many ways, but it, the, there's nowhere in Glasgow now that does Mutts. No, nowhere in the west coast of Scotland does. But you have to go through your Saltire. Yeah, well enough, Saltire do much right. So if I wanted that John's wee Mutt to get service and MOT and all that at a mutt dealership or at somebody that deals with mutts, I'd have to take it through to Edinburgh. Yeah. Yet there yet there was one in Renfrew up until quite recently. Uh-huh. But but it's you know, how quickly do the franchises change hands or do you lose that dealership connection especially, you've got? Especially in the current climate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, whereas something like Triumph and we- and Harley Davidson, you you know, West Coast is a super established name and and, and they know what they're doing. So you you've got a level of confidence there. You know, yeah. Ducati, you've got a level of confidence that there, there will be a market for Ducati in the west of Scotland. So if you're buying a Diavo, you, you you know you're going to have that dealership backup. I know. Aye, which just so, sounds like an excuse to buy that a kind of thing. Yamaha, Kawasaki, all the all the big names, and I know Indians a famous name, but it's not necessarily in its current iteration one of the big big names no. that, Aye, that, that 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 work in a smaller place like Scotland. Yes. So, so the, it'd be that level of uncertainty. I wouldn't would put me off buying it. Actually, to be honest, a nervousness, a, a nervousness, nervousness yes. yes, intrepidation. Ooh. So, um, uh, so I think just personally, I think, and, and I'm sure other people think the same way when they're picking their bikes. And it's a kind of double edged sword. If you if you don't, the more people that buy them, the more the more you know, the get, more um, aye, the more get bigger, uh, the more they, the more they, the more. Teeth in uh, teeth the bigger they get, oh, absolutely. Ah, exactly. absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. But I don't know if they're at that turning point yet where you could trust that they're going to be there in a year's time. I'm a bit you don't see it, you don't see many Indians kicking about, you know. Um, <laughs> the moving, bikes I'm talking about, I'm moving on. The um, we also had to look at um, zero and energy car. We're in Hall 3A yep. as well. Yes. Um, Zero did a kind of, they've got an adventure style bike. Aye. Which yeah, I was quite surprised yeah. at. It was quite comfy. I was quite surprised I, at that. But for I you? Aye, for me. Aye. I mean, for you. It was comfortable for me to sit on. But, uh, but, but then when I took my foot off the foot pegs and my wee legs just dangled, you Aye. know. Like a couple of bits that's of string. One thing, that's one great thing about the motorbike show. All the bikes are bolted to the floor. So you so can't drop it. You know, it's too big. <laughs> You can safely sit on it and go, no, I'm not touching the green with that one. Aye. So. Some were on centre stands, which made it a bit kind of deceptive. Um, mm-hmm. The Energicas are lovely. The Energicas were yes. really nice. I was quite... Again, quite high up, quite, quite high seats. I was surprisingly tall. I was quite surprised at yeah, just surprisingly how tall, tall those were. Yeah. Um, um, but and, they were and lovely. Probably quite low centre of gravity with that big battery sitting where it sits. Aye, it probably you know? handles like a dream, do you know what I mean? But um, ah, exactly. Again, not only if you can get your feet there. But but again, deceptively tall, but not. But a bit like when I had my ninja. My ninja, I was a bit tippy toe on my ninja. Mm-hmm. But you just slid your bum slightly to the left mm-hmm. and put your foot down. You were fine. 
you know, I, I never dropped a ninja, but you know, so it wasn't, it's not an issue as long as the bike's nimble enough for you to do that. On, aye, you know what I mean? as, aye, as long as it's aye, um, light enough, you can scooch across and get your feet done. Yeah. We um, moved into, from BSA. the whole fee, we went in, well, BSA, we did have a quick look at the gold star. They had just rows of gold stars and different. And another one of those ones, though. I another one of those ones that all, the, the stand looks great, the bikes look brilliant. Network dealerships, you know. Aye. I mean, where, where, where do you buy a BSA in the west of Scotland? No idea. Exactly. Good so, point. Know. Moving on. Um, we're in hall three, and hall three. It was a week, whole team was a bit weird. Um, we did we, we had a quick look at Herald again, lovely looking bikes, but again, nothing very retroy, nothing really kind of jumped out and we go, Oh my god, other than the one that did a really cool paint job on it. Um, but then we stumbled into CCM, and I've got a wee soft spot for CCM, I do like CCM. Um, you obviously like the RAF one. I thought it was the RF one was amazing. I thought right? it was I a good ride that away. Real, real old school retro. Looks like it's you know. And had luggage. Like and had, had lovely luggage, didn't it? Lovely little retro bags. Little, almost like a, a school leather. bag. The kind of bag that you would pull off to the side of the road, you'd open them up and you'd bring out your gingham sheet and you'd have sandwiches and pork pies and lashings of ginger beer <laughs> lashings. I was yeah. waiting on the lashings of ginger beer. Um, they had obviously the Maverick in that there, but again they are quite the Maverick's quite tall. I mean yep. a lot of the Spitfires are quite tall, but again by the same token, the RAF bike that you sat on was quite small. Yep. It was quite low. Yeah, aye. Whereas your Spitfires, your CCF Spitfires are quite tall. Aye, know. Again, yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Ah, beautifully finished bikes and just lovely kind of real kind of oh, um, not basic because they're not basic, but the they're very um, but they're designed to look very minimal. A minimalist, with a, that's with it. Yeah, that's with a, a, with a, a frame yeah. show and all that kind of stuff. Just, just out of interest, I just while we're talking, the BSA, the nearest BSA dealership, according to the BSA website, hmm. is in Leyland, just outside Preston. So, is, if you aye, want to buy a, a BSA, ah, theatre driveway, right? So, hundred, the nearest one to to, to where I am right now is one hundred and sixty nine point eight miles away. <laughs> Oh. Nobody see BSA's kicking about Scotland, are you? No. Um, no, around Scotland until they get a dealership up here somewhere. Maybe there's a gap in the market yeah. there. Everybody's listening. Yep. Yep. We commuted. Yeah. CCM was across from Kawasaki. Kawasaki. Uh, yeah. And we had a wee wonder when Kawasaki. Kawasaki had a little rooftop bar thing for the VIPs, which was quite interesting. Ah, I was say yeah. we didn't get up there. We were not the VIPs. We were not the VIPs. Um, no matter how much you wander around with our average bikers in the cave t-shirts. Huh? No. The Kawasaki's had their HEVs, their kind of electric hybrid thingy bobs that they obviously unveiled at Milan. They had them there. And I'll honestly say that is the most normal looking electric bike I've seen. Because it just looks like a ninja. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah, it just you, looked you, like a ninja. Actually, when I first saw it, you kind of went... Hmm. Is, is it electric? Uh -huh. Yeah, hmm. uh, they've actually made it look like a motorbike. You resisted, you resisted the temptation to sit on the verses, which I was quite proud of you. 
yeah, yeah, I know yeah, yeah. When you were... I have sat on reverses, so because uh, my mate Hugh gave me a shot of his, but even Hugh rides a Honda now, so oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's aye, the um, and then obviously we had a look at the H2 because, well, it's almost sacrilege not to look at the H2, do you yeah. mean? Because it's just absolutely, it's absolutely filthy. Um, at the back of Kawasaki was Royal Enfield. Um, and again, not overly much there. You know what I mean? Obviously, they had the scram and the intercept yeah. and the continental and all that stuff. But the showpiece there was this, the, the 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 new Super Meteor, which again mm. they had raised up on a little plinth. Yes, they and did. it looked the part. It really does look like a nice bike. I mean, we've obviously Aye. talked about it. Um, the other thing in Hall Three was Ariel. Ariel had the Ariel Ace, which is their motorbike. Again, it was all but, it was all hoped off. You can get anyone here. I know, but what was exciting was the Ariel Atom, didn't it? Yeah, the Ariel Atom part next day, which kind of yeah. took away from the bike a bit because the uh, Ariel Atom was amazing. Oh, I, and, cool. But I never realised just how big an Ariel Atom is. It's not. It's not like a catering or something. It's not a wee dinky thing. No, it's, it's a. It's got a bit huge. of meat to it. Yeah, it's got a bit of meat. It's got a bit so. of meat to it. Now mm. I'm disappointed because having looked back through the program, what we did miss in Hall Three was Can-Am and I'm a bit gutted because I really wanted to sit on one of them and I totally I forgot that, I totally forgot they were there I mean absolutely I know mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, how we missed it, it. Been, I don't know how we missed it that's weird I know so mm-hmm. but there you go uh, and then lastly we went into Hall 2 mm-hmm. and this was primarily Honda, Suzuki and Crazy Horse. Now the Crazy Horse stall, you don't really sit on anything, you just admire it with the big massive long rakes and those choppers and stuff like that. But we did... Yeah, that, a was, a, that was a visual thing more than aye, anything that else. Was yeah. more, um, but we did go into Honda. And uh, that Suzuki. on the Hornet? And the Hornet, for all we talked about before, we said obviously the black one looked really nice, the white one looked really plasticky. Mm-hmm. In the flesh... I, didn't, I wasn't that impressed with either, but the yellow one was really nice. Mm, it yeah, was really, yeah. really nice. And it's actually quite a decent sized bike. That's 750. It was, aye, it was it's, quite... it's, it's a great starter bike for people, I think. And again, it's one of those ones where I think if you, you, you pass your test and you want that type of sporty but commutary type bike, and the reliability. It's a great shout. Aye, aye, you get the reliability. But again, Honda and Suzuki. They, I don't, I don't rate their range much. In comparison, you know, they, they, they don't have anything that's particularly wow. You know, I mean no. Suzuki. To me, Suzuki plays off the Hayabusa name, and yeah, they had some beautiful Hayabusa sitting in the Suzuki stand, but everything else was pretty safe to me. Aye, the, you know, we had a look at the, the we had a look at the SVs and all that, and that, aye, and the, you know, the katana. We'd look Aye. at the Katana and I'd seen it just for the front and went, oh, mm. and I was quite taken. I was like, oh, that's really nice. It's probably still a little bit small for me. Potato, uh-huh. potato, potato. Um, but I actually really mm. quite like the front. I like the fact that it's very old school. It's very, but then you ruined it for me, didn't you? I was showing you the... Because you the said, come around and see it for the back. <laughs> and for the back, it's like, <laughs> meh. It's like they've done all that work to make it look really beautiful for the front, but the back's just 
it doesn't live up to the front. So yeah, I was a bit. I was, was in like the back's an afterthought. It was. It, I was a bit. I was a bit disappointed. You know what I mean? Um, the one thing I will say about Suzuki though is we I'm got to sit on the Suzuki ten fifty DE, which is their their new adventure bike, and actually that's properly like that, yeah. that's properly comfy. I mean the actual seating position and all that, and where your knees go, and it feels really comfy. Even standing up in the pegs, it still feels really comfy. I was quite surprised at that bike. Really surprised actually at that because I didn't really. I didn't really think much of it, but I was quite taken. The um, the other thing, going back to Honda, was we obviously had a set in the gold wing, which is just, oh, aye, that's, oh, just, that's just a, that's a, that's, that's just, just a, that's a living room on wheels, you know what I mean? But I did like, not that I would, again, probably too, too big, too small for me, but the little CB1100, yes, and a touring thing with wee bat wing, and luggage, um, that's a that's a again a lovely looking little bike. See for smaller riders that want the safety of having feet on the deck, but not having you mean all the weight that potentially goes with some other kind of low bagger cruiser style bikes. That's a great wee thing, and that wee batwing just set it off really nicely. I was quite I was quite taken with that. Very nice, very nice indeed. So that was a that was pretty much the whole of the four halls. We did then stop. Well, we didn't do it all in one go. We kind of stopped for no, lunch. No, no, we kind of we kind of for lunch. We hit the big manufacturers coffee. first, didn't we? We kind of hit the big ones first, yep, well. and then we came back for a bit of lunch, and then we came back around again and started looking at the small stands. And we're not going to cover all the small stands because there was loads, and some of them really were unmen well not unmentionable but some of them just really weren't worth a mention and I mean that in the nicest possible no, way. No no uh, no disrespect to the to the people that were there but it was it was like, like I said this is going to be compared incredibly disrespectful to a lot of people. But anyway, it was the kind of manufacturers that you, you that you think there's no way I'm buying leather for that shop because that's not going to slide further than two seconds. Do you Aye, know what I mean? That's that you know, pretty much it, it, uh, is the equivalent that. of uh, you know you go to your house of Fraser's, right? Or you go to the house of Fraser's with a Z because you're not aye. quite sure. You know, it's like aye, you know, aye, just, you know, just no, just no. no. But there's a couple of things we did look at in the small stands, which I think was worth a bit of intrigue. The first one I think we've called it is Vision, which is heated. They were, I was really intrigued. I was really intrigued by them, yeah, because uh, and especially in just like jumping on the Maverick again the other night. You know, and and just and I jumped to Rurock. I've not, I've still not got a pinlock from a Rurock, right? Because mm. when I bought the Rurock, I thought a pinlock came with it. Turns out it wasn't a pinlock; it was another visor they gave you, but it didn't have a pinlock, right? So I need to order a pinlock from my from my, my Rurock, right? But so I didn't have a pinlock, and I thought I could have done with one of those heated visor things. Yeah, that would have been great because it was Aye. quite cold, so the thing was just steaming up. So, so essentially, um, just for anyone that doesn't yes. know who visor is or what heated visors are, essentially, it's like a pinlock. Right, but it's like there's got three or four standard sizes that fit into different styles of helmet, whether it be a sports helmet, an adventure helmet, whatever. And it's got a little 3M seal running outside, and obviously it goes in a bit like a pin lock, but then it connects to a little battery pack that then has a heating element running through it, a clear heating element, which heats up and stops it. And even if you get water in, it heats up, it evaporates the water. It's really fucking quite clever. I think they're about mm -hmm. 170 quid. 117 quid or something like that. 
Um, the only Aye. thing that put me off was just the extra cables. I thought my helmet doesn't need any more cables. There, there was a, quite a few wee cables that kicked out from the side, wasn't there? Aye. And you could kind of see them. Aye. A wee bit. I was but like, then, between my comms yeah. and then my blog, vlog setup, you know what I mean? I just don't need any more cables in my helmet. But mm. I like the idea. And I dare say that'll get better over time. Do you mean to the point where that'll probably be something that most people go, I need one of them. You know what I mean? But they may need to drive the price down a little bit as well. Uh, Aye. It's a, it's a it's a niche product, isn't it? And again, I mean, the guys, that, the, clearly the guy that was showing it was the guy that's invented it and done it. Do you know what I mean? It was his Aye, business. so passionate it about it. It was so passionate about it. So, you know, and I was tempted to get one just because I liked the guy. The guy was brand new, you Aye. know? And the, um, you know. the video we had to him, I don't know if they were in Iceland or Norway or something like that, and it was all snow and everything, and it was like, here's what the visor's like before, and here's what it is when I put it on, and it's like, yeah, it's night and day, it's like, that's just phenomenal, do you know what I mean? And they had a little test booth thing that, you know what I mean, they would spray smoke and stuff in, and it would see it all steaming up, and then they'd turn it on, and it would instantly clear. Which ah, was, it was pretty dead quick, wasn't it? Ah, it was yeah. pretty cool. Um. We saw Masoka Moto luggage, which again, that's the stuff that you I mean. If you wanted it historically, you had to go to Europe for it. And Itchy Boots is sponsored by them. She uses it or has used it in her last Alaska mm-hmm. America tour. There, I was quite. I see the the kind of dark camo-y brown luggage mm-hmm. that they had. It's absolutely beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. My, own, my only problem yeah. was. With the tank bag side of stuff Is the fact that it's all strap So you had to strap it to the fox And strap it to the frame And I can't I'm, Aye there was Aye I'm like it, I prefer the tank Is it would come off easy Or anything like that I mean like If you look at Givy or something like that You know Although I've just been having a wee look On the Givy website While we're chatting away there To see kind of what, what the options were But you know There's like a tank lock for sports Which apparently currently Isn't available yet So even now I've gone back off Maverick now Because I can't oh. get that thing Straight away even though I've got no intention of buying it straight away, kind of get it straight away. So I'm now annoyed that you kind of get it. Right? Have you tried the so, branded biker? Aye. So, but you can, you know, you just click on and then lock it on and then take it off. Brilliant. Whereas that looked like an awful faff and an awful kerfuffle to. Aye. And don't get me wrong, it's got little clips that you can unclip and clip and thingy. But you think mm-hmm. over time, you know, they're just either going to get a brittle or they're just going to get ruined with the weather. And it's like, Aye. oh, you're going to be, you're not taking any luggage, so you're going to be driving about in a bike with empty straps, and it's just going to look. Yeah, I much prefer the tank thing. Thing, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean that's my? I, I, but don't get me wrong, I still haven't outruled possibly like throw over side bags or something for that for Moscow Motor because they are really yes. good looking. I was yeah. really quite, I was quite taken with the with the colours and the how well it. I mean, how well it made it looked. So I was quite impressed with that. The um, There was obviously a whole number of like, touring companies there that we had a, a look at. We had a look at, obviously, Canadian Motorcycle Adventures, which, I mean, I think both of us looked at it and went, Ooh, how I good would that, that be? Yeah, um, cash, but it's expensive, though, isn't it? Ah, it's stuff, expensive. So, yeah. um, and then there was the... There was the um, American one that had the big... Map for the States. Oh, the big up. map of American, uh, the east, the west coast, California route looked amazing, didn't it? Aye, and it was like up the Pacific oh. Coast Highway. Aye. Oh yeah. my god. Um, I would I mean, see you, could do, you can do a lot of that with a t-shirt on. Do you know what I mean? It'd be amazing. Oh. 
Aye. No, no gain your track record's right enough. Um, no, maybe not. Flipping back out to your tank lock thing, I would email brandybiker.co.uk. They've got your mm. ring, they've got your tank lock ring on there, on their site. But on the, oh, web, yeah. on the website, it says it's 999 quid. It's no 999 quid, but they might, it just might be a missed thing on there. So contact them because that's where I'm I got mine. That can't be right, surely. That's where I got mine for. Kind of and it arrived today. Booyah! My bag's not arriving until next week for it, right enough. So, but I didn't. In fairness, oh jeez, why? I didn't buy the bike. I didn't buy the bag. Fair brandy biker. So your Pan American fitting kit was fourteen pounds forty. Aye. And the tank lock fitting kit for the Harley Davidson Sportster is nine hundred ninety quid. I think that might be a typo. I think there's maybe, maybe a, a I think there might be a glitch yeah. on the thing. It doesn't say it's out of stock or anything like that, so you maybe want to just give them a shout and ask them. Just aye, so Gibby says it's the price is out of thingy, so anyway. No, so. Yeah, aye, I wouldn't be paying that for a wee bit of plastic. Um so yes. The other thing I think we saw we saw Langan motorbikes, which yes. again they were they were really nice, but again they're those little, they were quite, they felt quite small and dainty. Yeah. And yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. obviously because I'm a big guy, you know what I mean? So. Uh, um, dot as well. And Dot as well. Mm -hmm. um, we did stop by Helmet City because they had a big mm -hmm. stall in the middle. Yeah, they had a massive stall and they had a big online retail. I bought stuff from Helmet I City. I bought stuff, you know, I bought my Captain America helmet. Yeah, I'm sure I got my Flash helmet from there. Yes. Um, yeah, they, yeah, had, they, they had a number, they had a number of the HTC helmets in there, which I quite like. Mm -hmm. um, Tempted to buy one myself, but then it wasn't until we came away. Do you know that the Arai, the La Padorosa one, the one with the samurai? Yeah, samurai. Yeah. I should have had a look to see if they'd had that because uh, that could have been quite tempting because I'd really still like that helmet. Um, they obviously had the the new HGC toothless one, which I think is just cracking looking as a helmet, and I was so tempted to buy that. Really was tempted to buy that. It, it was. But, they had a saving on it, but it wasn't that. Wasn't it massive? It wasn't like the Joker. Like the Joker had like a, nearly a hundred and fifty quid off it or something. That was a great uh, it price was a for cracking that. Price for that, you know. And I was tempted. I know. But then I do have seven helmets. Most of them sitting behind me just now, and uh, I think there's to no be need. fair, there's no need. There's no there was need. no need. I've only got three, so you know what I mean? I'm playing catch up. Mm -hmm. um, Shad were also there as well, just when we were obsessing over luggage. Um, we had a look at Shad. Um, some of their stuff's quite. How can I say this? Be quite polite about it. It's quite plain, but it's very well built. You know what I mean? Shad's a very Aye. big company. Um, yeah, yeah, and they were actually yeah, yeah. selling stuff. Do you know what I mean? They did have tank bags and stuff, but they didn't have a fitting kit for the pan, so I the option. Um, but yes, Shad were there. Um, then we stopped. Where else did we go after that? Road skin. Road skin and yeah, bring heated stuff and all that, yeah. Aye. And again, again, it wasn't a huge. It was just a side stall, really, wasn't it? It was a, a very small. Went, there was yeah. loads of those little small the stalls. Stuff, I mean, but what was quite cool about the gabbing stuff was you could try the gloves on. It was all plugged in. Aye, and they were all plugged actually, in, aye. yeah, and, you, and they, they were, were lovely, properly toasty. Sticking your hands in and just wiggling. Aye. 
Um, that was quite a clever idea by them, actually plugging some of the clubs yeah. in. But they weren't selling them, but they was, but Roadskin was selling it for them. Yes. So you, they basically, you could try them on and, and then you went round to Roadskin and... Aye, they, uh, were, they were side by side. They were side by side, Aye. so like, you, you know... Um, and you that, know, so that, that was, that that was, was a clever idea. Do you know what I mean? I actually partner and, up with a retailer that's going to be there. So take, if, if, if um, Gibby weren't going to sell anything, have them next to a big place like Helmet City or something or somewhere that was doing accessories that maybe would then take your orders and sell Aye. them or send them or something. But yeah, I think um, that branded bike, I'm just having a look at that as well, that branded bike definitely, there's no way that's going to, that, that plastic is going to cost a grand. No, I think I mean? that's so, a typo. That, that's what I'm saying. I would contact them and just ask the question. Yeah, um, and obviously, roadskin, roadskin. I've got a roadskin jacket. I bought it when we were up at Thunder, um, and mm. the roadskin stuff is just it's properly good gear. And it, a few people knew that when I've been out with that jacket, and I've said, "Oh, that's a really cool jacket. Where did you get that?" So, um, and the way they test their denim and stuff like that is, I mean, they, they're quite happily open admit They've said two guys wearing their gear and they've dragged them down a down a road. I mean, strapped tied to two bikes just to show you how good their stuff actually is. So, mm-hmm. and again, it's quite a they're quite a small company, but they do sell a lot of good stuff. Um, and their denims were down to 99 quid, and they're normally at 150. I was like, mm, right. so tempted. Um, and then obviously, Sydney was like, Do you really need another pair of denims? Really? Do you really need them? Um, and then Guardsman. Guardsman was the other thing we saw, which again I'd never saw it in the flesh. Yeah, um, it was quite interesting because we did uh, talked about it in a security special, didn't we? So, aye. and it was quite it was quite smart to actually see that. And um, again, they had it demonstrated, and then very close to it, they had a company that was selling them. Squire, Squire, Squire yeah. were selling them, aye, which was just yep. nuts. Um, there was loads of things we've, we've not talked about that we didn't cover. You know what I mean? There was, they obviously had the test area where you could get suited and booted and get in test drive bikes. They had an electro circuit at Hall 2 that you could go around in that was next to the kind of kiddies bit. Um, and then there was loads of little, sh- there was like art workshops and Auto Glim were there and there was loads of that kind of stuff kicking Aye, about. loads of that kind of stuff. But as, as we said, or kind of alluded to at the start, there wasn't massive amounts <clears> of manufacturers no. not bike manufacturers but gear manufacturers but mm. i'm surprised there wasn't i'm surprised hgc hgc weren't there or sw motec weren't there or you know I mean some of these other big brands weren't there you know what i mean um like john doe or merlin or you know what yeah. I mean? there's or, the big bike show down in london isn't there at, at the, the start of the season Aye, november uh, february I'm, I'm maybe try to get down to there i think if we can um Road trap for that. What's that? Road trap. Uh, road trap. Well, um, I see road trap. Flight straight into London flight City. Trip. Flight trip. Although to be fair, you know, staying overnight somewhere and getting a train might be maybe a bit better. But um, I think uh, if there's no rail strikes. But uh, I think you know, looking at that one, it might be interesting to see if it's better quality or not than the. Aye, I think I think I will take maybe maybe the, those kind of stalls and stores and, and opportunities are better for people at the start of a season where Aye. you're specifically going down to get your new get kit and your new gear. Without going into season, without going into work mode, I'll take an action. Um, I'll have a look and see Aye. what the what's on at the XL when it's on, much it is not that. And then, when it's on, it's key. I think in it. So, Aye, I th- I think it's the middle of February. I do think it's the middle of February because then I think the Scottish Bike Show 
which isn't massive, but it's always worth a wee nosy. Um, and it's a, it's like half the price of like the Birmingham one. And you know you could go up there on a the bike quite easy. Um, yeah. It's around about the March, middle of March time. The Carol Nash MCN London Motorcycle Show, that's it, isn't it? Yep, that's it. There we go. When is it? Uh, so we might have a look at that. That's um, 2022 was the 11th to 13th of February. So I imagine then 17th to the 19th of February 2023. There you go. There you go. Happy days. 17th to 19th. What, what day? That's not that far away, actually. Really? Uh, 2023. 17th. It's uh, 17th. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's only three days as well. Yeah. So again, it's one of the ones you if you get doing Friday would be up Friday's I don't know what's Friday probably should be the quietest but then it's the opening day mm -hmm. it might not be you know what I mean mm -hmm. um, 17 quid a, 17 quid a ticket that's alright actually mm -hmm. Christ that's cheaper than going to what do you call it do you know what I mean shocker really. although I'm looking on there and Envy Augustas were on there but then I don't know if that's just pictures for the last time do you know what I mean? Um, but we'll have a look and see what exhibitors are there. We'll have a look and see where we could do that, yeah, absolutely. Aye. Cool, nice one. I think my overall impression then of the show was <clears throat> big manufacturers, definitely great to see all the new bikes and everything. Yes. But I expected more shopping, yes. I suppose, for want of a better word, and more, and, and actually more interaction with the people on the stands. There was, you know... I expect it to be a bit more glitzy and glamoury than it than it was. Yeah, That's not glamoury. I know you know what I mean. <sighs> you know, you know when you, you you know you see like the, and I don't mean this because I was looking for scantily clad women or anything, but you know you expect it to be lots of PR people up there and chatting to you about things. We, we went, we walked around a lot of stands and nobody even said booty a goose. No, that's true. You know. Um, there was very little things being given away without without them trying to capture your data in some shape or form. Yeah. So the odd free gift we got, yeah. like a key yeah. ring or a or a mug or something like that. Or a set yeah. of earplugs ear plugs at Sydney one. Set, I, I know said one. Although I, very nearly, know, very nearly one is a trip around the Hinkley factory. Aye, well, that's true. It was so, so close. One tick, one click away. It was from one that. click away. But, um, in the, the wheel of fortune. Uh, for triumph, but you know, it, it, there there wasn't anything just for you being there and chatting to people. You know, Aye. and and maybe maybe that's a sign of the times. But you know, being being things like that before, you know, people would chuck even stupid things like pens and key rings. They would chuck them at you. But this Aye. time, you felt you really felt it was an effort to get anybody to even just interact with you at times. You know, and I don't know if that's just because, um, you know, that's the way these things are now. But I just expect to be a bit more, you know, um, engaging. Aye, that, I, you expected it, you expected that it'd be a wee bit more, like, yeah. hi, how you doing, blah blah blah, come mm. oh, and that's why the that's why the girl let Norton was brilliant because she was right up chatting away and everything oh, she was, was really keen to chat away. Absolutely. She was lovely, yeah. So she was, was great. I think it was so. the t-shirts. Although hope she, hopefully she's listening. If you are listening, listening, thank you very much. Um, yes. We've we enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed chatting to you, and. Um, it was uh, just a shame we're, we're not coming to see we'll get you on the show we'd love to get you on the show absolutely you can tell us all about the quality control at Norton yeah um, and I, I, that's, I don't mean that in a sarcastic way at all it was genuinely really interesting mm. about all the little things that they, they check and go through and it was, it was quite 
I don't say reassuring because that's not fair because obviously they're only inheriting the brand, but obviously we yeah. have problems that Norton's had. Do you know what I mean? Again, it's good that they're that they're really taking this properly seriously and the bikes they are producing are lovely. Yeah, they're a little bit on the expensive side, but I mean you are getting what you're paying for. <laughs> that's 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 ever if you talk to if you were to talk to the same people that we talked to on the day, you would you would have no fear in spending all that money in or not because you kind of know mm. what you're getting. Do you know what I mean? I mean, they, they, they do look a different class from a lot of the other bikes, don't they? Oh, they really do. I mean, you show, a, you, show a, you show a Suzuki to somebody and they go, oh, yeah, it's a motorbike. You show a Norton. You show a Suzuki to a non-biker. They go, no, oh, it's a motorbike. You show a Norton to a non-biker. They go, oh, that's nice. Aye, aye that's you know? it. There's, a, there's just, it's, the, it's, the, it's almost pin-up. It's almost pin-up bike-esque. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was good. Will we do it again next year? Possibly. Maybe. I think, I think it depends who's going to be there. See what know? bikes come up. You know um, mean? I know they are improving it every yeah. year, but I think if I'm doing it again, I'd like to do it over a couple of days just so that we could get to experience some of the other kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know um, another criticism that my friend Hugh had, he went down in the car. Yeah. Because they were intending to go up to a bit of shopping and everything. Oh, aye. Getting to the NEC by car. Nightmare was a nightmare, absolute nightmare. And so my suggestion parking. would be absolutely if you are going to go yourselves, folks, go by train or go by, or, you know what I mean. Even if you're getting the train in at the main station, it is just a walk. You know, a yep. lot less hassle. Try to bring. I think they queued. They they left. They were staying just outside Birmingham. They left about nine in the morning. Expected to get there for about ten. They didn't get into the show till twelve. Wow! By the time they get through all the traffic and everything. So that's what we say about So, so it is it is not geared up for. I think I think if you're on a bike, it's okay because I think there's specific bike lanes and parking and stuff and like that. Three parking bike at the NEC right. for bike show. Right. So. so there's all that, but a lot of time is spent just queuing to get into the NEC and queuing to get near the NEC in the car. You know, See, so Birmingham, Birmingham, Birmingham loves you to queue. Exactly. So there you go. Even. You know, they tried the best with us at the airport and everything, but, you know, they like us to queue, so... Aye, you shall not be defeated. Even on the way out, even getting him, we still queued. That's what we did. I, <laughs> I mean, right, everybody, um, we're, check, we're letting you through the gate now. Go through the gate, and it was like a holding area where we had to queue yeah, had before to queue we got on the plane. And then we went down the, the ramp, and then we had to queue to go on the plane. Birmingham loves a queue. So, yes, plan enough time to make sure that you've got ample time to queue but that's us yep. that was um, that's us, yes. that was our that little was trip us, yes. to MCN live and it's live which was quite good it's live yeah yeah it was quite good um, that's it episode 29 yeah yep. we just rambled on a wee bit it was a bit more of just rambling there, so I hope you enjoyed it folks it wasn't it, it gives you an insight to go to a bike show and, 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 and just it's not as Sparkly and fireworky as I thought it was going to be. No, but know? by the same token, it's still, not. It's still, not still enjoyed it, either. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you can go and quite happily sit on all the bikes that are out for sitting on. There's, if aye, you there's get to no, them. no. Now sometimes you get into a bike dealership. And you're going, can I sit in this bike? Can I not sit in this bike? You know what aye. I mean? You know, you, you get. You know, there's no qualms there. It's quite blatantly happy. They want you to sit in the bikes, and then they want you to go to your dealer and buy a bike. Of course they do. That's what they're there for. So absolutely. Perfect, you know? The next episode, I think, will probably be the last of 2022. 
Not the last ever. So we will try and make it a good one. Yes, it'll be news, rants, maybe best bits, best bikes, all the kind of good stuff. I think we should try and see who else we can get on the show. I think we'll try to get a couple more voices for this one, I think. I, I think we, who knows? I, I think we, we'll, might get a, we might have a new rider on it if we ask them nicely. Ooh, and, then, and it all goes according to plan. If it all goes according to plan, that would be a fun dust. How, how, was, how was your first week on your bobber, you know? Aye. And have you picked out your next bike yet? Um, exactly. And have you had a short year? Have you had a short year sports dress yet? Exactly. The, um, exactly. Exactly. So yes. So we. I think we'll try and get a few other people on. So, um, a few other people. If you're listening and you want to join in, let us know. Um, but I'll probably chin you before that and see if you want to join. Uh, again, thanks for listening to the ramblings of us, the average bikers, and a gave. And thanks for supporting the show each episode each week and um, remember these are just the opinions of a group of average bikers and if you get anything you want to talk to us about get in touch massive massive thank you to us here at abc and um, if you have enjoyed it please like share and more importantly subscribe and if you want to get in touch with questions or a possible big question then please email us at jelly uh, email us at averagebikersinacave at outlook.com or get in touch via our Facebook page or, or get us on the Insta man pure on the Insta on the gram man get us on the gram man on the Insta anyway we will see you in the next episode folks and until then remember only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out of a car window <laughs> Perfect. 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 Perfect.